My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her, I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. Mm-hmm. But it's an empty road. I feel so. Saturday, Saturday prayer, coffee and Jesus, I'm telling you, I can do all of that. I just finished my coffee, getting all prepped here with a pretty good morning. It looks like we're going to have some really good prayers today. So it's one of those things, like I say, buckle up, we're going to have a good morning. We've got a lot of people sending stuff in, even right at the last moment. Uh, one real quick comment, and it's just for everybody in chat. Um and it's more going forward, and I'll make some announcements of this next week as well. Last night I noticed there was somebody that came into our chat and asked how to submit a prayer um, to, to the, this morning's chat 
or this morning's prayer session. And unfortunately, by the time I found it, nobody had responded to that person at all, and they didn't respond again. So I'm asking that in the midst of all of our hellos and all of the things that we're doing and listening to the show, if you see somebody in there that is needing to submit a, um, a prayer, because a lot of people that don't will come in just for that now. I'm noticing, I shouldn't say a lot, but more people are happening to do that, coming into our chats just to say, hey, I need a prayer, which is exactly what we want. Just pay attention. If you see it, make sure and give them an answer. Um, we're going to improve that ease here, and then this next week I'm going to get an actual prayer email that people can submit to. But in the meantime, they can submit uh, to myself, Scott at Bards FM, or they can go on to Telegram, which is where we pick up a lot of them, or they can even just submit them in chat, and then you all can just identify to me and go, yo, yo, we got a, we got a prayer. We need you to pay attention, which is important. And Patriots, before we get going, let's just acknowledge a couple of our really solid and, and very worthy sponsors. Um, obviously, we're in a situation right now in the world where things are very turbulent, it's a lot of upheaval. We have a lot of unknowns. And with that, we've got um, financial issues are big, big on the table. They're, the BRICS Nation stuff is not small. We don't really know how it's going to affect the economy, but we know it's going to be big. And it's definitely part of a bigger strategy to try to dump the dollar. And they're having their meeting this next week, as I recall. It's soon. It's down in South Africa. So um, you need to take care of your Definitely take care of what you've got going for your retirement accounts, which is your 401k and um, IRAs. So head on over to Birch Gold, and you can do that and check them out by texting BARDS, BARDS to 989898. And uh, Birch Gold will send you a really good packet on the idea of putting in a, a tax deferred or setting up a tax deferred precious metals backed retirement system or account um, really worthy of checking out and it's really a good way to back your own investments just in case craziness happens which we obviously hope craziness doesn't and with that also remember that we are in a time of crazy food shortages which comes up pretty clearly with Lahaina so uh, make sure you're doing all you can to stock up food this is a time right now when we've got so much this is the season of harvest on many levels, but um, we need to be looking very clearly at um, how our emergency food systems are set up. It's it's each person to, to prepare for the for not just ourselves but for the communities, which is really showing through in Lahaina. So head on over there to um, preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Check that out, and as you do, uh, you'll find that their three-month emergency food systems are 25% off, which are fantastic. Great buy, great deal, and um, it's a great way to prepare your system overall. So, again, preparewithbards.com. That's my Patriot Supply. And then you've also got Birch Gold, which is text, text BARDS to 989898. Two different things, two great sponsors, two important issues for the time. I'm going to start out today with a piece and it's it's a few minutes of talking so i just want to i don't i haven't done this before but this is straight up on lahaina this was a piece produced on 8 15 23 
because I want to begin a prayer today with for Lahaina um, and all of those in Maui. And bigger than that, because I want to go deeper, we're having fires now up in Vancouver, which are just ravaging places. We've got fires down in Newport. Um, we've got some fires here in Oregon, but they're not as bad yet. Let's hope they don't get that way. And, of course, we have fires on around the world. All of this is naturally caused by global warming, as we know, because we know that winds um, are pyromaniacs, and we know that sparks come from, from winds, and we know that it has nothing to do with men using technology or any other means to light fires to ravage the communities and run them off the land to drive them into their smart city model and to keep people constantly in the state of fear. And other part about that, which is so important, is these people feed on the pain of humanity. And whatever capacity they do, they, they believe and feed on the pain and suffering of humanity. It gives them joy and pleasure. And I want to work on begin today with a whole series of prayers to break those chains as we go forward. So let's um, do this. We've got a couple of praise reports, which I think are really good um, to read. And let's read these praise reports to kind of get ourselves set up. And then we will um, jump into this prayer with Lahaina and other areas and dig into our healing prayers as we do. Biggest question I've been putting to everybody this week, which I think is so important. And it's really something that I'm asking if you're here today to really lean into. I am When I read that we can do greater works than he, and I know that we can heal cancer as we do, and we can heal bodies and we can heal the physical that we're given. There's no reason our prayers can't heal this world. There's no limit to that. But we have to lean into that with the absolute authority of what we were given by our Savior Jesus to do so. And to heal comes in many forms and it's also God's timing. But there's no reason that we can't be breaking these chains of evil and turning on them what they're trying to do to us. And at the same time, being able to heal the physical land, and that's just for us to have to truly believe in and lean into and not hesitate on. So we're going to bring some serious warfare on that today. And uh, and I was talking to God about that this morning. It's, you know, it just really, the, the place that we're at, this is such a massive level of warfare against humanity. And it's all happening at the same time, which is, not accidental. There's a lot of things happening in our world and in our environment. Some are man-made. Some are probably something bigger like pole shift and other things. Who knows? But the biggest thing that we have to come together and realize is together we'll overcome this. Individually we will lose this. And if there's one strength of our enemy, it's the enemy has a hive mind and tends to stay together. I've said this many times how our enemy, though I, their worship is not of God, they are deeply dedicated and obedient to their uh, little troll of a God that they do, Baphomet, Baal, Lucifer, Satan, whatever. They're extremely obedient, and, they're, and more so than we are. And the obedience part is, is the, theirs is more like a military hive mind discipline 
God wants us in his arms by our free will, but what we're given in exchange for that is incredible, incredible inheritance of the kingdom. So we have to take a war footing on this, and we have to be focused and dedicated and disciplined. And the one great thing that God reminds us of is it doesn't take thousands and thousands. These people can't exist unless there are lots of them and they're always flashing their signs or whatever they're doing. God has reminded us where two or more, two or three are gathered. And through that, we can accomplish incredible things. The stories of Gideon remind us that the few that can overtake the many, the story of David, the one can overtake the mighty. The story of Joshua, an army can conquer city after city and drive out the evil. So we are shown that it doesn't take a greater number. It takes a greater faith than the other side has because we have the one God, the true God, the God of hosts. So we'll lean into that hard. Let's begin with a prayer this morning. And um, let's get ourselves suited up. If you've got some coffee, take a sip, which I just did. That was perfect. And uh, let's dig in. Father, we come to you today as we do and are honored to do so each week, placing ourselves before the throne. It's truly are here today, Father, to use those tools and those, those authorities given to us by Jesus and confirmed by you as a way to heal this world. Father, we're stepping into something bigger today, and it's not something that we don't believe we can do, but we know that it's bigger than what we have done. And that is not only to seek out the miracles of healing for individuals, but to press into the miracles of healing this earth. Father, there's so much destruction going on right now across the planet. And using the idea of fire as a weapon system to try to persuade people that we are the parasites, that we are the cause of problems, that we are the ones that need to be contained and isolated and thrust into small little living quarters and boxes and quarantine camps because we are the parasites of the earth, just the absolute inversion and the lie that would be only delivered by the father of lies. So, Father, today we're going to be leaning in hard with the authorities given to us by our Savior and spoken truly from our hearts of a loving and forgiving heart to break those chains of control and not only to heal those that are in need of, of healing and the miracles of the living God to heal, but equally to heal this land and to heal ourselves in such a way that we can start transforming this world to truly the, the, the kingdom it was intended to be. Father, we just ask today for your blessings and your guidance as we step forward. We just ask that you hear our hearts and as we each step into this to, to really be embellished with the power of the Holy Spirit, let it flow through us and anchor us. Father, let us also really embrace the words to rescue, to heal, and to restore, to truly make that our, our, our words today that guide us both in our own hearts and in the hearts of others. We've had some very devastating news this week from many different sources of, of losses, and we're praying for that. And we're going to try to just pray into the greatest healing we've We've accomplished thus far, but knowing that all things are possible through you. 
So, Father, we, as we place ourselves before you, we thank you for these moments and this opportunity, this amazing fellowship that spans the globe. We pray for the many that are out here that haven't found this or they're in, in need of prayer. And we just ask that our prayers not only today heal the one and heal the earth in the places we focus, but that the ripple effects of that will touch the many just to, sal- to put salve on the wounds and to raise up yet again a mightiness in the body of Christ un- unimagined in the history of man. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, patriots, let's begin with this piece. It's about six minutes, and it's um, on Lahaina. Give me just a second. I'm going to download it. Okay, hang on here. Be right there. Okay, here we go. Hey, everyone. It is Tuesday. It has been one week since the fire started here on Maui. And um, I feel like everyone is being kind of kept in the dark about what's really happening here. Um, I know there's a lot of information information out on the news and the media, but there is no help here. There is no help. Like FEMA came in and went to Lahaina and they're doing search and recovery, which is desperately needed. Um, We have 1,400 people unaccounted for. 1,400 people that most likely will not be found because the fire was so bad that it melted metal. So the remains of the people that they're finding are ash. There was a whole news conference about it yesterday. Um, They had to bring in a bunch of cadaver dogs because there aren't actual remains that look like people. That's, That's where we're at. That's why nobody's allowed in. It's a massive grave. It's a crime scene. You don't know what you're walking on. So FEMA is busy doing that. I get it. The National Guard is securing our roads. When we drove through yesterday, they're securing all the side roads because people had driven down into Lahaina and we're walking on everything. National Guard is busy. Our police officers are stretched so thin trying to help in Lahaina and also maintain the other towns on this island. Fire department still battling hot spots up the mountain and also trying to help in Lahaina. We had firefighters already come from Honolulu. Our government has not deployed any military assistance and they are a 30 minute flight away. There is no one here. Everything that has been organized has been organized by local residents and the community. People volunteering their boats and bringing supplies over to a boat ramp on that side, setting up a supply station on that side, food trucks closing their food truck and donating their generators so that people on that side could have power. Um, People taking off of work to volunteer. Nurses volunteering over there on their days off. The community has done everything here. The people on the west side were waiting for help. It's been a week. No help has arrived. That's what's happening on Maui, okay? The people in Lahaina had no warning about the fire, and it burned everything in a matter of two hours. We have a tsunami warning system on this island. They did not activate it. They sent out 
the warning system through the phones and there was no service and no power. Nobody got the warnings. They closed school on Tuesday for children because the winds were too high and it was knocking down the poles. Children were home on Tuesday, a lot of them probably without their parents who were at work. And those children didn't know what to do. That's what happened here, okay? Elderly centers not evacuated. People being in the water waiting to be rescued from 3 p.m. until 2 in the morning by the Coast Guard. The people on the west side are exhausted, okay? People have been volunteering around the clock to help get people supplies and organize things over there, and they need help. I don't know what the government's plan is, but right now they're not doing anything. It's very frustrating for everyone here. I think that the news makes it sound like help is here and things are getting better. We are still in search of recovery and we will be in search of recovery for a while. Um, it, everyone's, everyone's tired, everyone's frustrated. And then on top of that, on this side of the island, we still have the tourism industry running. So I know I've shared the posts there are people running supplies to the other side by boat, and then the next day expected to take people out snorkeling. One side of the island looks like a third world country, and people are over here having five-star dinners. That's what's happening on Maui right now. Um, everyone is really pushing for help. The military should be here. More aid should be here. Everyone has started their own Venmos and GoFundMes because they realized that help wasn't coming. So as a community, we're strong, but we're tired. And I just think that that should be known. Um, people are comparing this to the Paradise Fire that happened in California in 2018. I want to make it very clear, 85 people perished in that fire. That is devastating. There will be hundreds of people, maybe even over a thousand, that were victims to this fire. This will be probably the deadliest fire on record since 1871. It is 2023. Like, this should not have happened. So that's where we're at. Um, everyone here is very thankful for everyone's help. So if you are donating, if you are sending goods, if you are reaching out, Thank you, um, continue doing it. It's gonna take a really long time for us to get through this. So we appreciate your support, we appreciate your donations and keep sharing because the world needs to see what's happening here and the truth is not being shown. Well, Father, we just wanna to begin today with a prayer, just a prayer from our hearts. The loss that's happened in Lahaina is something that is, it touches every one of us. And it's a pain that's deep in our hearts. The tragic loss of innocence that could have been avoided, the delinquencies in the agencies of governance that were supposed to be there that failed. And so, Father, we just begin there today with just to find within this the power of what the gift is is probably the hardest piece for everybody. 
We pray for renewing strength of the Holy Spirit to just flood all of those working together in the community. And as difficult as this is, Father, in this moment in time, may we see the gift of what has been given, that truly it's us as a community, as the children of the Most High, that are coming together. It's not the governments. It's not the agencies. Again, those are the, they have become the false idols and the, the power controllers of a world that is now dying and should hopefully be dead soon. But within these ashes, we are witnessing the power of community coming together. Father, we just pray as well for a changing of hearts for those with arrogance and bliss of innocence or ignorance that are coming into that island to try to have their holiday, forgetting the suffering of people on the other island. Unfortunately, too often, we work in a world where it's out of sight and out of mind, and we consume ourselves with our own personal need and satisfaction and forget the holy principle of love thy neighbor. So, Father, we're praying today with just an overwhelming flood of the Holy Spirit across that island to touch every heart that's there, regardless of where they sit in their relationship with Christ, that they are now humbled by the touch of the love of thy neighbor and that they can truly now break through those bonds and sever those chains of self-delusion and self-consumption. And so, Father, we are also wrapping our arms around all of the island of Hawaii, the islands of Hawaii, and in particular the, the island of Maui, as we just pray in for something for the hand of the miracle God. Father, with the authorities given to us and by the blood of Christ, that we can do greater works. Father, hear our prayers as we've come before the throne. You have shown us in these weeks past that we can heal the needs of the individual, that we can heal cancer, that we can see paralyzed people walk. We can, we can witness people that have been torn apart in, by a boating accident be up and walking and returning home in a week. These are the miracles of a living God, of God that has shown us again that through the power of prayer, our prayers can be answered. So, Father, hear our prayers today. And we begin this prayer with Lahaina and the island of Maui. Father, we pray for a miracle of healing, a healing that comes in two and in multiple levels, a healing that comes through the, the, the suffering that's there in the hearts of the many, the loss of the many. And Father, may I be so bold that we are witnessing truly a moment, a biblical moment, where we have the bones of those that are remain. Father, can we, can we at this moment, will you hear our prayers to raise the dead? Father, will you hear our prayers to literally raise the dead and bring these bones to life, these dry bones? But it's you that have said so in Scripture that it can be done. And Father, can we see a healing of this land? a healing of the most miraculous kind that the ashes from ashes come to greenery, from ashes and roots come trees. So, Father, we, we pray this and declare this over this land of Lahaina and the, the island of Maui, a miracle of miracles, something that we turn Lahaina from a darkness. We break the chains and declare the chains broken of that which is of the darkness. And in breaking the chains, Father, we release 
that power of the Holy Spirit to do what only the Holy Spirit can do, to truly transform that which seems impossible, to literally move mountains. Father, hear our prayers. Today we are asking to move mountains. The faith of a mustard seed we have. And if we need to humble ourselves greater before us to make this happen, Father, if you need us to humble ourselves in ways we don't see, show us. Show us what we need to do, Father, as a community now that we lean into this as the, the most focused prayer group we've ever seen. A group now that's here before you, our hearts heavy. Father, show us what we need to do because this is a moment here, Father, where we want to demonstrate to the world, to unite the world through a power of prayer, to really, truly reveal the power of the miracle God, the living God, to make no doubt in anybody's mind a demonstration and a, a, an example that the whole world cannot turn their eyes from, not, not an example of pain and suffering, but a powerful example of healing and restoration. Let us heal, let us rescue, let us heal, let us restore all that's on that island. Let us see the miracles of the living God, Father, to raise the dead, to bring up the land, that was now considered itself even dead, to spark it with life unprecedented. The miracles that only you can bring, we pray into and declare upon this land. And let the world be witness to something so incredible, undeniable, that it brings all eyes to Maui and Lahaina. So much power that transforms every heart. There could be no doubt who the one God is not the God of fire and destruction, but the God of life, restoration, and revival. Father, we pray this over, over the entire islands of Hawaii, in particular the focus of the place of Lahaina, as we just pray into this glory of love and passion and, her, and the, just the heaviness that we all feel for the destruction of innocence. Let us see the greater works than he, Father, as we humble ourselves before you. And Jesus, we call upon you to hear our prayers. We are like children in a wilderness, knowing what's possible without people to guide us how through. But we know through you the wisdom can be given to us to open those doors that only you can open. And we trust in that, Father. Whatever the way forward is, let us see that path. Whatever each of us needs to do, show us. But this is time now to stop the pain of this world. This is time now to put a, a stopping to the destruction of this evil that's ravaging people's lives. An enemy that feeds on the pain and the suffering. We have fires, Father, that are ravaging Vancouver, literally destroying homes and forests that have grown for years and we're we're looking at scars on the land and scars in people's lives we have fires going on in newport california we have fires going on across this country we have tornadoes we have hurricanes coming into california we have fires going on all over the world and all of this told to be the excuse of climate change so that once again we can feel guilty for being on this earth. Father, This we don't feel guilty. We just feel sad. The pain of these moments right now, the destruction is so heavy on our hearts. And all we want to see is the 
is the beauty, the unity of humanity, which we know is so much greater than anything, but we have to believe. And we do that sit here this morning, Father. We lean into this and truly believe in the power of love. Humbled ourselves with so many different walks of life. How we've come here in the different places, the wandering of the virtual desert, the hearts of ourselves that have just been heavy weighted with separations and family and casting out from churches. We've come together, a mighty army that's now leaning into you and saying, Father, hear our prayers. Let us begin today, Father, with the blessing of the miracle God. As we declare healing, we declare stopping of fires, we declare rain where rain needs to put out the fires, we, we put up our hand and we rebuke the storms that are trying to ravage the coastal, the coastal cities. And in the matter of rebuking and stopping, we just breathe in and we breathe out the power of love and healing across this entire world to not only transform in lives, to raise the dead, but to bring back the life of the land. Father, let this be a moment where those of the First Nations and those of the Last Nations come together and to find a common language, to pray together, to raise our hands and say, heal our land. Heal the people, heal our land. And Father, we, we're not even, we know that judgment and justice is yours and we trust in that. And that hand will be levied as you do, but we also know that the miracle power of love and the presence of it in such a mighty way that cannot be denied, that eyes cannot turn away, that everyone must humble themselves before the miracles of the living God. Undisputable, these things can happen. So, Father, let the world witness a miracle healing. And over this, we focus again our, our focus on Lahaina, let us witness the raising of the dead. Let the dead's bones speak. Let the power of the land rise again. Let the mightiness of your hand show the world who truly is God, the one God, the true God, the God of hosts. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Let's um, read a few praise reports. Praise report is my brother, first praise report, my brother Randy fell and hurt his foot on this Monday. My parents took him to the ER for x-rays since the pain did not diminish. Randy interacted with the staff without any hesitation or dependence on my mom. When they asked his weight, he said 184 and then looked at his my mom and asked, is that right? She replied, it's probably closer to 198. He looked at her and said, when did that when did that happen? He is becoming he is becoming himself. Lord will fulfill his prophecy over Randy so he can accomplish great things for the kingdom of God. <laughs> Randy, if you have forgotten, if you have forgotten, Randy has been autistic his whole life. And we were, um, this is me, not the, not the report. We were asked to pray by Little Red Rocking Chair for the miracle of the prophecy to bring Brandy back from being autistic. And we're witnessing this miracle before our very eyes. 
My prayer request today is that this. My husband and I are visiting my parents next week to discuss many family things. One thing we must we we want to bring up is my sister Karen. She is a single mom with a with a daughter, Ashley, who has had developmental issues since birth, most likely fetal alcohol syndrome. Karen has had many problems through the years, including drug and alcohol abuse, lesbianism, mental illness, and paranoia. Patriots, I'm just going to interject here. Alcohol is the gateway. It's worse in many ways than other drugs. It's one of the reasons they call alcohol spirits, because it literally opens the gateway for the spirits to possess. So I'll continue. It's no wonder, no wonder it's legalized, by the way. Her daughter Ashley is left alone a lot and has no activities or friends to be with and spends most of her time online with, with her phone. Karen is living with others with my other sister and her husband at the moment, and her erratic behavior is beginning to cause tension in their marriage. My husband had similar experience growing up with an addicted mother and feels he needs to share his perspective with my parents. I am asking for God to prepare all our hearts for what we need to do about the situation, that we rely solely on his wisdom. We are standing on the promises of a God. We are ready to wage war in the heavenly places for Karen and Ashley. Thank you so much. God bless Bart's family. Little red rocking chair. Father God, you open our day today with, again, a, a reminder of the miracle of the living God. And we are so blessed and thankful for the prayers that are continuing to be answered for Randy as we watch the prophecy fulfilled that he would return to himself and be healed from the years of a life of autism. Father, we just pray that this will continue to be the case, that we will see this young man, this man now, return to his footing and fulfill his promise of destiny to do greatness within the kingdom. And so, Father, we just want to begin today with this prayer with, for Little Red Rocking Chair and her husband, filled with the heart and the, and the love of the Holy Spirit. And may you bless them and guide them as now they step into yet another selfless request of the heart to pray and to heal Karen and Ashley. Father, it's unfortunately too often it's the parents that pass on the, the, the legacies and the spiritual burdens of ancestral ties. And so, Father, we, today, in ancestral demonic ties, Father, we are truly sitting here today with a place where we're saying all chains of the, ancient, of the past, of the ancestral breaks, are, are broken, that Ashley is now free from that and will not be cursed or burdened by any demonic activity given to her through blood or birth. Father, we pray a hedge of protection around Karen and Ashley, and we break the bonds and the ties that are connecting Karen to that alcoholism and whatever may have come about through birth, unrequested or caused by Ashley and the innocence of a child suffering the consequences of a parent. Father, we break those chains. Father, we pray for complete and total restoration and healing of Ashley, and through that miracle of healing of Ashley and awakening as a strengthening of that of this young child may this also spread into the the mother 
to heal her, to break her from the bonds and connections of the demons, and we rebuke any of the demonic activity that's around them, filling out a space to be filled with the Holy Spirit from heaven to earth, to completely fill this household, to fill these lives from top to bottom, truly with the power of healing. And Father, we pray for the words and the blessings to settle upon the hearts of the entire family, to hear the words that are needed to be said, to now begin the transformation of a family that is witnessing one miracle, let them witness another. Let them truly experience together the power of the miracle God to heal, to restore, most importantly, to save, to heal, and to restore. Let these words echo through the family. Let these words settle into the heart. Let them prepare the hearts for the truth and the commitment and trust and belief in you. And Jesus, we just ask that you can be present with this family to breathe life and to take away the burdens of death, to break those chains, to touch each one, to raise them up with the mightiness and the power of the Holy Spirit and to heal and bless and cleanse. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Praise report, I've lost all symptoms of long COVID because of my Bard's family that said a little prayer to our Father. I am so humbled and in awe it will be the fourth major spontaneous healing that proves my Lord and Master along with my loves, who are the angels that hear you. Thank you, dear ones. P.S. P.S.I. girl. Father, we just thank you again for the miracles of the living God to once again break the chains and the bonds of those that have been caught within the grips of the evil one. And here, Father, again, we're reminded of the power of the living God, of the miracles and the power of love. Father, as we sit here and we wage war against an evil that wants us to constantly be rooted into the areas of hatred and, and the sword of steel, the, levi, the shedding of blood, let all this be cast out and those chains be broken today as we're reminded again of just a simple story of healing through prayer. Bless PSI, girl. Continue to give her strength. We pray a hedge of protection around her and a revitalization of all that she is through the power of the Holy Spirit that she can now step into this world and use this testimony to step off into a greater voice in the kingdom for others to hear, for others to be humbled by, and for others to be drawn to the glory and wonders of Jesus. Praise report. I was listening to Scott's show about Bard's Fest announcements on my way to work just now, and I couldn't be any happier right now. If you recall, a few months ago, I inquired about the possibility of being baptized at Bard's Fest since I don't have a home church currently. Since then, I've been praying God would provide a way for me to make it to the next fest. Man, I'm telling you, Patriots, this is going to be a... <laughs> You're going to have to bear with me today. The Holy Spirit is here, and it is. I am just flowing with tears right from the very beginning. So just buckle up. It's going to be an amazing day. And praise Jesus. <laughs> I've been hit by a lot of financial burdens this year, and I wasn't sure how I was. Let me go back. Since then, I've been praying to God to provide a way for me to make it to the next Bards Fest. I've been hit by a lot of financial burdens this year, and I wasn't sure how I was going to make it all the way to Kansas. But with this announcement of it being moved to Kentucky, it's now only a few hours from my home. On top of that, my work requires I put in vacation time 
very far in advance, and the dates of Bart's Fest just so happens to fall on the week that I decided to schedule off at the beginning of the year. I am so grateful that God aligned these things so that I should be able to attend this year. Quite literally, in answer to prayers. I look forward to meeting all. I look forward to meeting all of you for the first time in person. Let freedom ping. Father, we are just reminded by some of the most amazing ways in which you work. And let freedom ping here. Let freedom ping here. You shall be baptized. And you shall be there in the witness of friends and family of the greater Bard's nation. And so, Father, we also pray a blessing over Bard's Fest. That may this Bard's Fest in Kentucky, for whatever reasons it has been brought there, we followed and listened, and may this be blessed to be truly a deliverance for the nation. May the voices come, may the people migrate. May all the hearts that need and are he- and hear the call arrive. And may we break bread and celebrate the power of the Holy Spirit together. And may we be blessed with the presence of the Holy Spirit. May each one who seeks to come be called, be able to arrive. And may the assembly of this make a a light so powerful within the world that no one can turn their eyes away from, that this becomes another step to unite the tribes, to deliver the nation, and to restore the, the fullness of the Holy Spirit in each one of us. And Father, for let freedom ping. Thank you for prayers answered. However the many pieces work together, we're reminded again that prayers are answered, and we're so humbled to share this this report, this praise report, and just ask, Father, that all that is needed for Let Freedom Ping be provided, the resources, the accommodations, anything that's needed, and that this moment for Let Freedom Ping fulfills the prayers to truly be baptized in the witness of a community that has now become the true living church in Christ's holy name. Good morning, Scott and the prayer warriors of Bard's Nation. I just have this feeling that the children of Lahaina will, were taken and not burnt. I could, of course, be wrong, but I feel compelled to pray for them. Lord Jesus, always, this is from Wu. Lord Jesus, always first and foremost, thank you. It's because of you we are gathered. It's because of you we are saved. It's because of you we have the power in, in you over the world. Thank you. I lift up you, the children of Lahaina. We know these children are precious to you. They were kept home that fateful day to be sacrificed for evil or taken by evil. I pray that they were taken so that they may be found. The evil on this, of this world has become selfless, selfish and ego-driven. They believe they can do what they please to our children's expense. I rebuke them in the name of Jesus. Lord, may their hubris be their downfall. Let these children be found now. Let them found, let them be found while this news is still fresh in the minds of Americans in the world. Let this evil be exposed for tr- what it truly is. May it be the catalyst to bring about the change to wake the world, to end 
evils reigns over our children to bring this nation and nations of the world to their knees in worship of one true God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you. As in all your all things, your will be done. In Jesus' precious name we ask and pray. Amen. Jay Wu. I find these things amazing. Jay Wu sent this prayer a day yesterday, I believe. I did not read it until just now. And I just want to point out how we began this prayer today and truly the power and call of the Holy Spirit. However, these children, whatever has happened to them, we have prayed to raise the dead. And for many, that's a question that they say that it can't be. I believe it is. As we, as we ask, it shall be done if we truly believe. Jay Wu's prayer here centers on the same principles, return the children, to raise the dead. Father God, we just lean into this again for all of those in Lahaina, for the loss of the children and the families. Father, we pray for the miracle of the living God and the power of the Holy Spirit to sweep across that land like a mighty storm, that any of the evil that's there, the chains be broken, that the damages and ravages of the fire be restored, that the land now comes back to life in the mightiness and glory of as it was, that the sacred tree be regrown and be brought back to life in a way that just leaves people stunned, a symbol of what is impossible except through the power of the one God. May this time of destruction that the evil wants to wage upon the world be taken away, be stripped from them in this moment where all eyes are on Lahaina. May the world witness a miracle of restoration. And with this, Father, may the voices of the children be heard again, the laughter, the joy, the living children be restored. We pray to raise the dead, Father, and let the dead bones speak. And however or wherever these children are, let them come back to us. Let them come back to the families of Lahaina as a reminder of the power of restoration. Let this not be a moment to hold back. Let the power of the Holy Spirit flood with all that it has. May we shake the ground with the mightiness of love and the mightiness of restoration. And may the world now where eyes are on in the attempts of the elites to silence the voices, to prevent people from speaking, <laughs> be crushed. May this be so, such a powerful moment of restoration. And it's like hearing, hearing the angelic voices sing across the entire world. That all evil intended to do, to strip us from our hope, to strip us from the power of, of anything that we have, to make us feel submissive to their might. May this moment now be so powerful in the restoration as the sacred tree once rises again, as the land springs back to life and as the children's voices begin to echo with the joys of laughter and playing as the dead bones are raised in the, and we see the witness and power of the restoration of the Holy Spirit in its most mighty form. Let this be so powerful that that echo of love and restoration destroys the control of evil, breaks the chains of anything that they are trying to put upon us. It leaves the world's eyes focused on one place, that one small place that was supposed to be out of sight and out of mind now puts all the world's eyes on the power of miracles. And let the world be humbled 
to its knees as evil screams in pain as it loses its connection over humanity. And as the one thing that it desired most to submit now turns to be its greatest embracement of chains. It rips evil from its control. It separates any of its, its, its chains upon humanity. And truly the voice of humanity's love rises up in a mighty wave to crush and cast out this evil in a moment of transformation unheard of in biblical history. Father, hear our prayers as we submit ourselves before the throne. And we plead this as a miracle needed upon this earth. And we declare these things in the authorities given to us by Jesus. A reminder, Father, as Peter stepped out of the boat and kept his eyes on Christ, that he walked on water. Our eyes are fixed on Jesus. We're not looking at our feet. We're not worried about the storm. We're focused purely on Jesus, Father. Through Christ to you, Father. This is the righteousness that now flows within us. As you, our tears flow, as our strength gains, we are now leaning into this with the righteousness and glory of the children of the Most High to heal the land, to restore the people, and to cast out the evil in a profound and strategic blow that will bring the world to its knees and into one heart and within the body of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, we declare, amen. Can you all add my grandson, Charlie, to your prayers? He was admitted to Hartford Children's Hospital today and diagnosed with leukemia. I'm going to fly there on Monday. I can't walk. I'm barely able to do anything, but I'm going. Jenny Lynn. Since I, Jenny Lynn, this is a word for you because I, I saw this last night and I put it into our prayers. And it's something that you're going to have to deal with, Jenny Lynn. And the word is, you're, you're living your narrative of pain. And it shows up because it's the constant story that you tell about how much pain you're in. I understand we're going to pray for this pain to be go away, but the pain has become your story. Your sciatica and pain is rooted in part in you. And some of this is the burdens that you carry from the past it's not just physical. And this is a story now that you are going to have to, you're going to have to decide and make a decision to fully commit within the Holy Spirit and to break those chains. And we will pray on this for you and we will place that hedge of protection around you. But in the end of the day, all walks that we have with our Father are a walk of choice, free will. Jenny Lynn, many of these things that are coming at you, whatever has caused them, whatever is bringing them, all of them are overcomable. But the story in which you're walking now has to be a story where you release the pain. You've been raising bees. You've been, those are healing. You've been drawn to the things to heal. You do tinctures. You do herbal things. You're an artist. But you are within you. You are still carrying that kernel. The pain is the story. You have to believe in yourself. And there's a part of another word right there is that you have to start understanding that you are a child of the Most High. As a child of the Most High, you are worthy, not unworthy. You are worthy. And that story there is the transformative kernel that changes everything. It's like the stone in the pond that changes all the ripples across to the shore. You have to pivot to understanding you are worthy. And with that, 
to release the bondages of the narrative of pain. Father, we pray for a hedge of protection around Jenny Lynn and equally a hedge of protection and healing around her grandson, Charlie. And so, Father, we begin with Jenny Lynn just to feel that and see that physical kernel of choice, that place where we have to move from being unworthy to worthy, to feel the power of the Holy Spirit transform the body, to release the chains and bonds that are saying, you are pain, you're in pain, you can't move, you're going to be immobilized. Let that, let those chains be broken. Let the let that reminder of bees and the resonance of their frequencies and the hum that they do heal. And don't look at the walls before you as something yet to overcome, but at each step being part of this walk within God. So many obstacles have been put in place and some of that brought about by the pasts. You have to step away from the past. When you've accepted Christ, you are a new person within Christ. And Jenny Lynn, we say all these things and center this prayer today on you because you are the gift for Charlie. You have to go see Charlie as one who is healed in your heart. Father, we pray for that step to be made. We pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to flow through Jenny to let this moment of restoration within Charlie. And we pray for miraculous healing within the grandson a casting out of anything of the leukemia that he's now restored and brought back to the perfection and kingdom. We pray for that restoration. But as this restoration is happening, Jenny Lynn, you too will be healed. But you have to accept that walk. So, Father, we pray right now for the, pray, the healing of two, not just one. An ancestral ties that have to be broken. And with Charlie, we see that ancestral burden being passed on. We break those chains. We cast out those demons. We rebuke any demonic influence. And we pray that the power of the Holy Spirit will be transferred through Jenny Lynn to her, to this grandson. And Jenny Lynn, you have to bring the words of the power to speak Jesus because it's to Charlie that he must speak those, ultimately, his choice. Guide him, lead him, and only through the power that you have and the confidence of you can that happen. So, Father, we pray and Jesus, we ask that you will be there in presence to literally place your hands upon Jenny Lynn and to free her from those chains, to let her see truly and touch truly the power of the miracle God. This is a day of miracles, not a day of just praying for little things. This is a day of transformative miracles, but it's also a day of choice. Each one of us has a choice to make, and we have to make the choice on whom we shall serve, not in words, but in the deepest part of our DNA and the deepest part of who we are, to let go, to submit, and to abide. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayers for our community would be greatly appreciated. We lost a family friend and a businessman, Mark, who was 35 years old, when he was run over by a triaxle driven by a guy who didn't want to pay his bill. He leaves behind a wife and two very young daughters. Prayers for his wife and daughters and extended family would be greatly appreciated. He was a great man, and, as, and I as well as so many in the community will miss him. Farm Girl 34. Father, this is one of these moments where I think that prayers are even difficult to understand where to pray into. We will pray for healing, but where does this fit in the spectrum of normalcy? It doesn't. There is so much evil lurking in this world. A man, his life is taken by another because he didn't want to pay a bill. This is truly the acts and the power of the, of the 
the religion of Babylon, the, the money changers. This is a moment of flipping tables, and yet it's also a moment of healing and restoration. Father, we pray hard into this moment. We pray for a family that has lost their father, a young family who was led by a father. In a moment, this is such tragedy. It's painful. It's, it's difficult to witness in a time when the enemy constantly is trying to break families and separate the mightiness of the unit of the family as designed. Father, I, I'm, I'm speaking something that even in my head, I'm hearing myself, it can't be done, but I'm going to do it. And if, Father, this is, seems uncomfortable for people right now to believe, then just ask that you can assuage their doubts and even my own as I speak these words. With the authorities given to us by Jesus, Father, we declare to raise the dead. Let this moment not be a moment where literally we are burdened by the loss but rather we are re, re, reborn through the power of healing. Let the miracle God show its presence here. And whatever form these words take, spiritual or physical or both, Father, we pray in to raise the dead. We pray mightily right now that whatever that means in terms of heaven, that those words are heard and echoed. Perhaps raising the dead is to revive the, the spirit and the joy and the love of the Father in such a powerful way in this family that the hearts are restored and healed. And perhaps it's greater miracles to literally witness the restoration of the Father himself. Whatever th those words mean, Father, you have nudged me to speak them, to raise the dead. And so, Father, I declare with the name, with the authorities given to us by Jesus and the blood shed on the cross to raise the dead for this family and for this community. And for that driver, we pray for mercy. Whatever has taken him over to possess him to take another's life because of a bill, he has a broken heart and he will suffer a pain, a life of pain unless he finds the, the repentance through Christ. May this moment, whatever this means, be a moment of restoration for this community, a moment of forgiveness for this man, a moment of repentance for those, for the one who caused the damage, and a moment of restoration beyond anything that we could have imagined. We pray healing in the most massive way over this community and this family. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Bards FM, thank you for the beautiful prayer tonight. Also, your prayer last Sunday for young Charlotte and her baby. Charlotte is home. Alice is still in the NICU and thriving. She's breathing on her own and amazing everyone. God bless. Beth, non-GMO human. Praise Jesus. Father God, we just want to thank you for these amazing miracles. We're so humbled. And in, in, in all that we can, we raise our hands in praise. Father, let us let you hear our hearts that as each one of these miracles reminds us of the walk that we're upon, the children of the Most High, the sacrifices given to us to be greater in this world, to do greater works, to love thy neighbor. 
Father, let these moments be like a salve upon our hearts to heal our own wounds within, to rescue us from our doubts, to restore our faith, and to truly bring us to a place where when we place ourselves in our day, we begin our day with the, with the humbleness before the throne and knowing that each part of our day, each breath, each walk is with you. That we are not perfect, we know that. But that you love us to such a degree that you can see the perfection that we fail to see. We live in a fallen world, Father. A fallen world that echoes the negative constantly. We are unworthy. We cast away and break off those, those chains. No longer will those words settle on anyone's heart that accepts this prayer. No longer will we hear the echoes of we are not worthy. Rather, we will hear these blessings to say that we can, that we will, and that we must. That we feel truly the gift of the blessings of the sacrifice given to us by our Savior Jesus, the sacrifice of your Son. Let that flow through us. Let us remember the words of Jesus spoke to the adulteress, go and sin no more. Do we believe those words? Let us feel those words. And when we stumble, we will repent. We put ourselves on our knees and ask for the repentance of the throne. But let us also remember that our sins were forgiven. And with that, as victory was given in heaven, let us bring that victory to earth. We must step in now and not doubt that we can and realize that we must in walking in the blessings that were given to us by Jesus. So, Father, for these small things reminded of the blessings of a young girl who now who is, who is in, in ICU, she's now breathing on her own, she's doing amazingly well. All of these things that we now sit here, we bring to you and say thank you. Continue to heal this young girl. Raise up Charlotte. Let her be yet another example of the power of the living God, the power of healing, the power of love to shake the foundations of the doubters, to awaken a nation that seeks to find something to fix it when it real must realize that it will only be fixed with our eyes on Jesus. May a nation be humbled and delivered, and may this young girl thrive. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Bards FM, I am busy. People have asked me to cater parties. Oh, this is um, a blessing for MB Night One. I wanted to put this in. MB Night One, Midnight Baker, has been, I asked her last night how her business was in chat. So I put this comment in, which I'm going to read um, because I wanted to give her a blessing for her business. Um, so my question was, how is your business doing? It's because if you recall, MB Knight provided all of the wonderful pastry gifts. And we have somebody else that's going to be, and I'll, we'll pray on them next week, but someone else now who has started a bakery business who's going to be making pastries for um, Bar next Bart's Fest as well. But I, I want to pray a blessing for MB Knight Bakery's success and the, and the blessings of her business. She says, uh, Bart's FM, I am busy. People have asked me to cater parties too. And I've done them as favors, as it is not my focus, but I love to cook, bake, and serve. Baking is on hold this week, and next week we are moving from Ohio to Arizona next week. Breaking down the kitchen as we speak. Thank you for asking, MB Knight. Well, Father, we just want to pray a massive blessing over Mary Beth, MB Knight Baker. We just want to, to pray a blessing 
and a hedge of protection and glory over them as they make their move now to Arizona, as she's expressed many times, a place that they're called to go. May this be a, a tr- transformative move, one that just brings joy and love, flawlessly moving and all the things that needed, the resources provided, and truly just wrapping them in a, in a hedge of protection as they move to their new location and settle in. And Father, we just want to continue to pray a blessing upon MB Night One, of a blessing of success, a blessing of resources, a blessing of, of, of miracles that come through the creations of her hands. That as she bakes, let this be something that each person that touches those those wonderful creations, each one is touched deeply in the Holy Spirit, literally breaking bread and taking in the Holy Spirit within them. May each item that she makes and continue to be massively blessed as a gift from through her through, with the hands of heaven itself to touch each person and to inspire them to seek the Holy Ghost, to speak the relationship in Christ, and truly to be empowered by the nurturing of the soul through the glories of special treats created by MB Night. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Dear Scott, this is a prayer request. I am in severe need of hip replacement. Several months ago, we discovered that I have metal hypersensitivity to several, several metals used in hip implants. I have been waiting since May for a custom implant, and in the meantime, I'm in a lot of pain, and now the pain meds are affecting my liver. I need healing of Jesus. I am a believer and follower of Jesus. Obstacle after obstacle has been placed in front of me. Please bring my prayer request forward. Thank you for, for what you do for all of us. Jan in Arizona. I just love these sorts of testimonies. And I do because it reminds us if we ever have doubt in our prayer, others don't. And I think this is what's amazing. Sometimes I think the world gets so big we can ask ourselves, like, do we really make a difference? But when we get a testimony like this, we realize that we do. And we realize that truly what we may question sometimes, others don't. This isn't a prayer of desperation. This is a prayer of coming to Jesus. This is a place now where truly Jan has, is in a place as she awaits for the change, for the medical need, but she, she's turning to Jesus as the ultimate healer and asking us, what a blessing and honor to help bring that about. Father, we are so deeply humbled by these requests. And they are, they are truly part of itself in rescuing all of us. There is not a person out in this world that at one point or another doesn't question whether the power of prayer works. And that's from a world that is so broken and so fallen, constantly riddled with the questions of what can I do? And yet here we have a beautiful prayer request from Jan in Arizona, asking us to be part of bringing in the healing of Jesus through her body. Father, with the authorities given to us and Jesus, by the your words, that we can do greater works, that we can do all that you do in greater works, that we have authority over evil, that we can step on snakes and scorpions. These are the authorities which we declare over Jan in Arizona. Father, this is... We, 
whatever the causes and reasons for this pain, we cast out and rebuke that pain. We establish a hedge of protection around Jan. And as we rebuke any of the demonic activity, there can be no more whispers, there can be no more touches, there can be no more any interaction with Jan. She is now protected by the blood of Christ in a powerful hedge of protection. And Jesus, we just ask that you can be there with us in these prayers to place our hands upon Janet. And that the Holy Spirit just completely envelops and fills her from head to toe, from heaven to earth. The the healing of the hip is restored, a miracle for, for all of medical science to witness. The impossible, to say it's not possible. We were having a custom hip made, but you no longer need a hip replacement. We proclaim that and declare that right now. And those meds that we're taking, no longer needed. The the liver is now restored fully and perfectly to all that it is. This pain is taken away. This is not her pain. This is the pain of of the evil one. And we cast it out and break those chains. And we stand as witness here to a miracle healing, a restorative healing, to rescue, to heal, to restore, and to raise her up in the mightiness of kingdom, to allow her voice to echo mightily within the circles and communities that she touches as a testimony and witness to the power of the living God. We declare healing over Jan of Arizona. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for my wife, Kathy. Thank you, Bards Nation. She had a mammogram weeks ago, and they asked her to come in for another last week. They discovered anomalies in both breasts and now want to do a biopsy. We have been doing a lot of praying and healing work, and she will be doing a parasite treatment before any other medical procedure. Unfortunately, the insurance company has decided not to pay for the mammograms or any of the biopsy either. May Jesus continue to help her healthy, uplifted, and good spirits. Thank you. Heoka Empath, Love and Light. And it says, Reverend Sean White. Okay. Father, this is, again, one of these challenging things that I was reminded of yesterday by Tom Renz. The part of the problem that we have in with the idea of cancer is they are literally words of death. That these, the power of life and death comes from the words. And so sadly, the words that the medical industry speaks are the words of a curse of a curse. Cancer becomes a curse. Cancer becomes the words of death. So father, we pray a hedge of protection around Kathy And we just pray this hedge of protection to break and sever the chains of the curse of death. These words will not resonate or touch her anymore. Demons, you are rebuked and and held at bay. And to Hioka Empath, we speak these words. Kathy must speak the words Jesus, must proclaim, proclaim Jesus and breathe in that Holy Spirit as she does so. This is a cleansing of a most profound kind. A cleansing to rid ourselves of the burdens and chains and shackles that go in so deep within us as we take in those words that try to convince us that we shall die, convince us that we are overtaken, convince us that the only way through is for us to submit to the treatments of pain and torture, which pharmakia 
and the medical facilities so advocate. We pray a powerful hedge of protection around Kathy. And in so doing, we just fill an entire space with the power of the Holy Spirit from heaven into earth and that the chains of the darkness are broken and the healing and restoration begins from toe to head and from head to toe. That any of the voids that were created by the rebuking of the demons is now filled with the powerful light of love. Any signs of cancer or anything are cast off. And Father, we pray a massive blessing from heaven that as the insurance company is now stepping back to say they won't cover the cost to lay yet another burden of worry and anxiety upon this family, we break those chains. And instead, we pray for complete resource in heaven, a blessing of resources that only heaven can, br- can bring to, to provide whatever means is necessary that these bills will not become a burden. And instead, the focus is purely on the Holy Spirit and healing. And then we pray complete and total restoration and healing for Kathy to restore her to the perfection and and glory of kingdom. And this person is yet again a testimony in the army of Christ to speak to the powers of the living God and healing. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Bart's family. I'm putting out a knuckle-busting, devil-head-pounding prayer for you all to stand with me on. Jenny Lynn Downs' grandson, Charlie, is in the hospital and has been diagnosed with leukemia. His parents, Tori and Carlos, are with him. Jenny Lynn is going to try to fly to to Connecticut to see them on Monday. Father God, we, we come to you in one accord through the authority of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who was bruised in our iniquity and flogged for our healing. We rebuke the diagnosis of leukemia on Charlie and we renounce and resist any actions or correction or connections that are that allowed this to enter into his life. We ask for complete and total healing of Charlie. We ask for the strength, wisdom and confidence of his parents. Lord Jesus, we ask for comfort from Je- for Jenny Lynn as she travels to be with them. Father, we bind all generational curses to have inst- initiated instituted themselves into this family and break all chains of the enemy over them. Cover precious Charlie with the blood of the Lamb of God. He is your child, Lord, and great things are waiting for him in in your kingdom. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, amen, little red rocking chair. In agreement, amen. Father, the generational curses must be broken on this family, and there seems to be many. Whatever the entry and portals that created them are now closed, and any, any, any contracts made, intentional or unintentional, are now severed. Let the power of the Holy Spirit fill this family and surround them with the mightiness of love and restoration. May the idea of restoration, healing, to save, to heal, to restore, truly to be one that is all that they can consume. The rescue piece is in this moment and hour now. The healing is coming in the mightiness of the Holy Spirit. The restoration comes from this family in a mighty way as the Holy Spirit flows through everybody. Any bondages to addictions are now severed. Any echoes of the past, of past times of addictions and drugs and and misuse of alcohol, whatever that is, is now broken and severed. Those generational curses have now ended. And Charlie represents a new era, an era free of any generational curses. And this attempt by the devil to try to infect this child is now rebuked. Healing and restoration to, the, to all its perfection and mightiness as this child was intended is now provided and given. And we see this powerful flow of the Holy Spirit to flow in through this family, to stand them up 
to raise them up and to be overcomers. To overcome the mightiness of what kingdom intended. And for them all to hear the words that echo in their heart, you are worthy. This past, these pasts that we create echo always, we are not worthy. That must end and those words are now broken and severed. They have no influence upon this family anymore. And may each speak Jesus into the world. Again, as we spoke before, this prayer to Jenny Lynn is so important. You are the mother of the family. Walk in that authority. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Bards, can we ask for specific prayer over the Hurricane Hillary coming into Los Angeles and San Diego? We need to stop this garbage dead in its tracks. What the enemy has planned for evil, we just knock to the ground. Lauren, amen. Oh, I'm all in on this type of warfare. This is like strategic bombing campaigns right here. I can do that any day. So we're going to just call upon the war angels right now, like dig in. Father God, Jesus, you have spoken to us that we can do greater works than he. Jesus, you have rebuked a storm. Peace be still. And so we declare these words in the world today. Peace be still. For we are not ones of little faith, but ones of great faith. And we place our hands up and we say, peace be still. Rebuke the storms. For the storm coming to California, you will not succeed. We pray into this diminishing of winds. We pray into the disruption of the eye. We pray into a mighty wall of protection that runs up and down the West Coast. The winds begin to batter against something it cannot do anything against, and the storm is cast out to the sea. For all the families in danger, we pray a massive power and a hedge of protection around them all, that even if the winds were to come, it will have no effect. Property and families are held safe within the arms of the war angels as they make a massive ring around them, and we rebuke this storm with all that we have. Father, we, we pray for calmness of winds, and instead of torrential, powerful, horrible rains, we pray for soothing, cleansing rains of the land. Wherever there's fires, we pray for rain to fall from the sky, not to cause floods and distraction, but to soothe and to heal the land. And where the fires have lashed and torn at the glory of heaven in the creations of this earth, we pray restoration and let the rains bring restoration. Let the miracles of the living God be witnessed. As we see lands rise up that were considered dead, lands burned and scarred, we see restored to the glory of of old. Mighty trees growing out in the impossible where people say, it'll take 500 years, it takes one. This is the boomerang. This is the returning upon the enemy sevenfold in which they intended to us. We cast out our beauty and love upon them. We smash them down and break down their walls. We see the restoration of forests, the forests of the Umpqua River that were destroyed in 2020. We now see the miracles of the living God move through this land to bring back the old growth in an impossible time, to leave people witnessed to an awe-inspiring event, humbled by the power of the living God. We see those powerful things happen in Lahaina where the ancient tree, the sacred tree is reborn. An impossible moment that people turn to and say, amen, and fall to their knees in praise of the living God. We see a storm crashing into the sea and attempting to hit on the shores of California that suddenly just dissipates and within it a calmness and soothing rain, the fires of Newport put out and the land restored with the glory and healing of the living God. 
Let the people be brought to their knees to speak amen, and may a deliverance be washed across this nation as the echoes and the power of the living God sweep across in a healing storm. From west to east, demons scattered upon the land. The mightiness of the war angels leading this fight, leading this torrential storm of glory and love. As we hear the demons squeal and run and find their, their safe havens in the pit of hell. We see a, a loving blessing coming across this land in a mighty way as the land itself restores itself, the soils that have been depleted to be restored, the farmers finding rejuvenation in their land, not because of chemicals, because of a love of the land that they steward. And may this land be healed. May this wave approach across all of this country and across this world. Let it be a beacon for people to look at and people to be awestruck by. And that every attempt by evil to destroy the land is now turned upon them sevenfold, tenfold, a hundredfold, five hundredfold, five thousandfold. That their attempts to take away our happiness, to break our joy, to put us in fear and anxiety, those chains are severed and broken. And may the restoring of the land be so powerful, so evident, it is undeniable. May the rebuking of storms be so powerful, so incredible, it is undeniable. And it's the moment of unity where people look to the miracles witnessed before them and realize that the miracle lives within us all. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Emergency prayer request. My neighbor's daughter is very sick. Hospital was no help because she is unvaccinated. Her name is Olivia, and she is around five years old. This is from Duncan. Uh, I think... We've, we have prayed on this. I want to read this, but I'll give you some updates. She has no food or drink in days, very weak. I went to her house, placed my hands on her direct prayer. She moved on her own as I prayed. Praise Jesus. We, all, we need all hands on prayer. She looked really bad, and her family is beyond worried. Let's keep praying until I come back with good news. I love you all and am thankful because I know you will all rise up to the occasion. Let's spread the prayer across the world. God bless you all. Duncan. Update. Olivia seems to be doing better. Praise to our Lord and thank you for the prayers. Olivia is doing much better, by the way. Duncan told me last night. She's starting to take in some food. She's laughing. She's having life back in her. Praise Jesus. Jesus, we just praise and thank you for all the miracles of healing. Once again, a powerful testimony into the power of prayer. And let us never stop. Let us never doubt. So we pray massive, massive healing upon Olivia, a restoration that just leaves the medical community stunned, who couldn't find the solution anyway, the problem. Let the medical community be left jaw-dropped into the power of prayer and the powers of the miracle God. And may this beautiful young girl, whom Duncan gave witness to, that he saw that Jesus had a special mission for, but that the devil had put its claws in her. Those are All those touches by the demonic are now broken. This young girl has a powerful hedge of protection around her, as well as her family and that community. A hedge of protection of the blood of Jesus that protects her. And demons, you have no authority here. They are completely rebuked. Any demonic force, even the devil himself that seeks to touch this girl, you are forever rebuked placed into the hands of Jesus to be dealt with himself, and in so doing, forever bound and, and into eternity to speak the words, Jesus is Lord. 
This girl is protected. This family's protected. This community's protected. And may the power of the Holy Spirit flood this space and fill them with the joy and love of restoration. And may the resources that are needed to keep this community safe and well be provided. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Not sure if it's the right place for prayer request for my son to purge a demon. But here it is. As I am sharing my experience and hopes that it may help others. I'm a longtime follower of Bards FM, and I, I have been deeply moved by the County by County initiative. I have been busy building an ark, in quotations, that the Lord has inspired me to erect in a rural area of Ohio. I think it may be for Operation Vineyard. Way more home than I need, but I do not question the Lord as he gives me inspiration, contacts, and funds to complete his work. Through an unlikely YouTube channel, the Lord brought the book to my attention. He came to set the captives free by Rebecca Brown. I consumed this book and it has confirmed my long-held belief that mental illness is demonic possession. Amen. By the way, absolute truth there. And I will share a testimony in a minute to confirm that. I see the demonic possessing many in our world. I am currently reading the second book, Prepare for War. Now the war has come to my front doorstep. My 16-year-old son has always been a little effeminate. He has recently stated he has been questioning for five years and that he is gay. He said folks have suspected he was gay and now he confirming he is confirming their suspicions. This got back to me and we have had an open talk about it and I told him that he may have had a traumatic childhood experience that was the gateway for his LGBTQ possession. This I discovered in the mentioned book. I conveyed to him and I have a cousin who was molested at an early age and his father and then later in his life came out gay and contracted AIDS. I stated that my son may have had a similar experience when in the care of a homosexual who was a family member. Our children would stay the night. When he was too young to speak, he was, he, has, he was watched by a gay family member multiple times. No issues then. No issues. Then one time he, we brought him to stay, and our son acted out so much that I forced my wife to not let my son stay in the same bed with him. I think this was when the possession occurred. A few months later, my son's my son, age five or so, came crying in pain, and he asked his older sister to put a toy drill up his butt with, with soap in it. They were playing doctor. We only found out as the soap burned and he, he wanted relief. There would be a five-year... Would, where would a five-year-old come up with the idea of putting a toy drill up his butt? I realize now he may have been reenacting something. Long, long story. I discussed with my son explaining the needs. He needs Jesus and to pray. He then had a confirmation himself as he had hung out with two other gay boys at his school when he thought he might be gay. He says he did nothing with them as he felt weird, and they were really weird. But after telling him he had a revelation and one of my boys confided in him that his uncle molested him. The other boy stated he, too, was molested by someone else. Two separate confirmations. The second boy wanted my son to perform 
CNC, a new term to me, by consensual or non-consensual rape. He specifically requested that he wanted to act out exactly how he was molested. This freaked my son out. Anyhow, my son has stated he has never done anything with any of them, but just is not attracted to women, boobs, etc. I told him about how YouTube and TikTok and all the porn is feeding this demon, and for the first and the first thing to do is stop masturbating or looking at anything to instead pray. I do not know if this demon is coming out to attack my son or my family, but I am putting in a prayer request for you to join me in prayer for my son and to bind and purge the LGBTQ demon from my family. I have already walked bloodlines around my property, and I am working on shutting down any demonic portals, objects within our home. I have never asked for prayer requests, but I have been praying for my son that the Lord will banish this demon and bring him a woman in his life that will make him want to express his masculinity and see what his true purpose is. Zeppelin. When you consider the vulnerability of these testimonies and the trust that is placed upon this community to heal a son, this is such a massive statement to what we all represent as children of the Most High. This father is turning over the most intimate secrets to a community to be shared on this forum to bring prayers for healing for his family and his son. That is the love of the father. This is the love of a father for his son and a trust in a community that can deliver through the power of prayer and our love in, in Jesus. Father, we are so deeply humbled, so deeply humbled by these testimonies and this testimony today of Zeppelin, of his son and the willingness to share the details that allow us to pray in for massive healing. Father, there's a deep and powerful story here of molestation by a family member, blood to blood, and the destruction that that can bring without the power of healing and the forgiveness of the Holy Spirit and acceptance of Christ in their life. Father, the story goes deeper as it starts to show us the workings of the demon demonic world, the way in which it works within the walls of the family, the way that it continues to perpetuate its reach, the encouragement of friends, quote unquote, peer groups, who try to act as counselors led by the very tongue of the devil himself to suggest that reenactment of the event will somehow bring healing, distortions and lies of the unprecedented kind. Father, this young boy, this young man truly has a blessing upon him. There's a right within his life there is, a, there is a powerful center here within him, a father that's powerful and speaking truth to his heart, a father that's standing boldly in the gap to protect his family, to establish bloodlines around his property, to close out the demonic portals, to take the action necessary of a father who has now come to us as a community, to ask for the strengthening of prayers and the echoing of the power of the Holy Spirit to bring healing upon his son. May this father be blessed.
And may he be filled with the power and more power than he's ever imagined of the blessings given to us by you, Jesus. May this moment be one of profound transformation. Father, we echo and reinforce any, any bloodline that's placed around this property. We go further to place a powerful hedge of protection around Zeppelin's son to fill his son powerfully with the Holy Spirit. Any demonic activity that is tying to, chaining, connecting to his son, those contracts spoken or unspoken are broken. The memories of the past become the fuel of the, re- of the rescue and the heal and the restoration going forward. Not burdens, not portals for demons. Those are broken and severed. You no longer have any touch to this child, to this young man, nor do you have any touch on this family. For this family is protected truly by the power of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Christ. This young man now is being healed and as he's healed, feel the power of, the, of a strength of a man come back within him. The echoes of the past, those scars, those wounds like knife cuts that sit deep within the wound that somehow are reawakened, they are now healed. They have no bind or control. Instead, every time those memories come up, they, they are transformed into good. They're transformed into the rebuking of the demonic, the in turning to Jesus, and the embracing of the power and walk within the kingdom. Jesus, we know that these moments in our life are leveraged to a demonic that tries to use the power of free will to draw young men into its, into its lair. So Jesus, we need a balancing of scales. This means that the influences that were given to this child that are deep and give these demons influence within, not only are they broken and cast out, but Jesus, we ask for your presence to be made within and without in the life of this young man. Show your face, Jesus. We ask this and declare this in the name of the blood, that this young child, this young man, will witness truly the power of a king and experience truly who he is as a a child of the Most High and be able to see his father with clean eyes and fresh eyes, to see the glory of of a father in flesh echoing the love and power and the might of a father of kingdom. Bless this family and protect this family. May the, may the war angels take guard around this family in each and every step that they take and breathe. And Jesus, just ask for your healing hands to be laid upon this young man to restore him truly to the sense of being a man. Whatever that leads him to, whether it's a wife or whether it's just a walk in the mightiness of a warrior, let the power of the warrior Christ flood within him And let that weakness, that spinelessness, that lust for men, whatever that desire with him in him, be stripped away and cast out to the lake of fire and incinerated and let him witness that power of the the glory of the Holy Spirit and let him witness the demise of that feminist way within. Raise this family up. Protect them. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I would like to request prayers for my niece. She says a spell has been put upon her youngest son, five years old. This occurred two months ago. Now she claims she and kids are seeing faces and things at night. Please pray that these demons leave her and kids and the kids and that they can find their way to father. I hope this makes it to prayer session Saturday. 
this story goes deeper than I want to express, but would like to start here. Robert, uh, this, is, this, is, this is Robert or Prodor 54, Prodor 54. Black magic, it's, it's, a, it's a really powerful tool. As I mentioned earlier today, black magic is used all the time in the medical industry. Words have the power of life and death. And once they're spoken, if we believe them, we empower the, the curse itself. Part of the strength of our faith is that we know that when words are spoken, we turn our eyes away, that we no longer are controlled or taken in uh, by anything that the black magic can place upon us. And in so doing, our faith gives us the strength to walk fearlessly and know that we have the blood of Christ to always guide us. Hence, eyes on Jesus as Peter stepped out of the boat, eyes on Jesus. We never waver and de demonic has never any control, but they always try. So Prodor 54, well, we place a hedge of protection around your niece and her children. And this hedge of protection is powerful. It's, it's laid with the blood of Christ. In fact, we're, adding, we're asking that heaven provide war angels to stand guard around this young family. And Jesus, we're asking you to step in here. Whatever the influences that are around this family or reasons that they're drifting away, too often a, a, a weak and broken pulpit that drives people away instead of bringing them in. We just ask that you make your presence known. And that any of the demonic influences are there, those chains are broken and you are rebuked and you have no authority under this family anymore. And if you so dare, you will be gagged and bound and sent to the foot of Jesus, but forever be committed to speaking the words, Jesus is Lord. No authority in this family anymore. Any contracts created intentionally or, or by action are broken. And the blood of Christ breaks those contracts. We know that in the end, the true strength is into the acceptance of Christ in our heart, but that is always a choice of free will. But the little ones need this. They need this opportunity to have that choice. Jesus, we pray for the little ones here, that your presence be known to them, that they can see the King. And with that, know that no no matter what happens, they can turn to you and speak Jesus and these demons will be cast out. But they have no authority here anymore, so anything that's there is left as an echo. And may that echo be erased and may their thoughts and their hearts be filled with the love and glory of the Holy Spirit. Let them see the mightiness and glory of kingdom and its light and its beauty. And let that be the, the healing salve that takes away the darkness. And for the mother, we just pray for an encounter. Jesus is so profound that she can witness you. And as she witnesses you, she can be brought to her, her knees and humbled. There's a drifting away from the church for whatever reason, a drifting away from faith for whatever reason. There's a doubt in the heart. It's, it's coming someplace from this broken pulpit, this obedience without miracles. The empty words that are sadly spoken that make the Bible not the living God, but make it the God of obedience and chains, exactly opposite of what it is. So Jesus, we just ask that your presence there can restore the power and love within the word, the power and love within the glories of heaven, the power and love and the mightiness which you can show in who you are. And in so doing, may the doubts of faith be cast away and may the scales be balanced. Truly, 
truly balanced in the proper way. The kingdom is shown to be the mightiness of the world. And may her heart be open to the joy and power of love to restore that not only in her life, but to restore that for her children. For whatever is lurking there in the shadows, which is issues that have created fear, they are broken away. And as they are broken away, the power and love and strength and fearlessness restores. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good evening, Bart's family. I'm back. The Lord has seen fit to bring my new Jason up here to my area to live along with his partner and their daughter. He, he is the son of, of my older sister who was a heroin and crank addict. He has a tender heart buried in the tattooed body, face also, and of an ex-con, all stolen property convictions, no violent crimes. He has kept his nose clean for at least 15 years, but his appearance works against him, especially up here in the foothills where we have so many meth addicts and cartel grows. Please pray for the, that he would find favor in getting a place for them to rent and that his heart would be open to getting connected with a solid church up here that works with those who have done time and have drug alcohol addiction backgrounds. He is one of those that always found Jesus in prison and walked away when he got out and back into his old community. It is my prayer that he would embrace this new start and all the community opportunities that would give him and open his heart to the Lord once again and for all. Thank you all, Julie Ross. There's a, I'm just being nudged here to speak about the Church of Glad Tidings. It's, it's what was, when we made the blessing of prayer, one of the prayers and blessings that we had at Bard's Fest in June was that Glad Tidings was, is now accepted and part of our home base. It's our home base operations place. And these types of stories reminds me. Glad Tidings deals has a large congreg- congregation base of people that have gone this exact walk tattoos and accepting Christ in prison and then coming out and finding the reality of the world can take them back quickly to their old ways. So this is, this prayer in, is being spoken as well to Jason. And Jason, he, this is one of these places that you have to really believe that you're worthy. Part of the problem that comes out is you find the strength in jail where you're around others that the only place you can turn is Jesus. You have no choice. You're one of many that are that are part of what we would say the cast out or even perhaps the broken. And there Jesus thrives in those walls. It thrives because there's no other place to turn and you learn the strength of Jesus. That doesn't change when you come out. All that changes are the eyes that judge you. But you have to put that aside. You have, you have physical scars, and that's a, a, a scars from the past. But remember the walk of Paul, because Paul was called on the road to Damascus. But call, Paul was, was horrific in the, when, with Christians. He was, he was a murderer. He was a torturer. Don't think for a second that that wasn't remembered. But when his scars weren't physical, his scars were by action. People remembered. And yet it was his love in Jesus that restored him and those around him. So Jason, that's your gift, a place to go, a place to reside, a place to find strength in. 
So, Father, we just pray here in this moment for the power of massive restorative healing, that if there's a way or a means by which Jason can connect to the types of communities at Glad Tidings or others that are out there, we pray that it be so and it made so, that the resources given, the connections be provided, and that heaven intervenes here to make those bridges connect to where those of common origin can speak together to give strength. It's a normal place, Father. We know that just this world, that we have different worlds and different tribes. But this is, in a time, this is a time when tribes are being healed. And Jason needs to hear this, that Jason, what is a scar for one part of the world is a power and strength in another. You have an ability to connect with those that want to draw you into your old world rather than being drawn in, draw them out. Use your, use your physical memory of the past as a strength, not a weakness. Let this be a place where you become that special forces operator, the one that blends in, that connects with those that think that they're going to pull you into the dens of hell, but instead be the Paul, be the Peter, and step in and wield the sword. Show them the way. Bring the power of Jesus with you. Lean on that strength that you gain within this prison and know now that you are given a gift to step into communities and to bring the glory of Jesus into their hearts to save those that otherwise could end up where you were or worse. So much has been gifted to you. But unfortunately, as we walk in this world, we get blinded by the judgments and quick questioning of others as they see you on the face and don't see your heart. But God sees your heart. Father, we just pray for a, an awakening within the heart of Jason a stirring within that will open his eyes and his heart to everything that's, that's around, to realize that where others judge, you have given him a tool and a gift, a gift to be able to step into places where others can't walk. And in so doing, doors will be opened and the power of the Holy Spirit flows and the greatest walk one could ever ask for to bring people to Christ becomes his gift to bring into the world. Bless him, guide him, awaken him, heal him in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. New update on prayers on for baby Melody during Coffee and Jesus gathering last Saturday morning. I received the below update from Dad Kevin and wanted to share and sincerely thank you all and Scott. Uh, let's see. Did I miss this? Stand by. No, this is update from August 14th. Okay. <clears throat> Psalm 11. Psalm 118 to 1824. This is the day of the Lord he has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. There is a lot of rejoicing and gladness happening today. It's hard not to get too excited, but today was probably been Melody's best day so far. Melody was successfully weaned from her nitric oxide today and has been weaning down on oxygen by 2% every day. She's currently at 46% and her O2 stats have been constantly at 100. All of her blood levels, red blood cells, platelets, gas, have all been improving and her blood pressure has been constantly and consistently good. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here, but when they disconnected the nitric oxide, they had to make Melody off the, had to take Melody off the oscillator for about 10 seconds. This strong little girl breathed on her own during these 10 seconds and maintained an O2 level of 100. I know it was only for 10 seconds, but the fact that we've gone 
from such a fragile stage to some semblance of stability is so encouraging. We're still going to take it slow, get her on her conventional ventilator, and make sure she's stable enough to tolerate transport and, and the scan itself. But I tell you what, I'm very encouraged today. ZSG 3333. Praise Jesus. Father God, we just want to thank you, and, and, and we're just humbled by these reports of success and the miracles of the living God. May we be reminded that the miracles often are always on your timing, but we're witnessing a transition, a transformation of the physical body as the spirit is reembolstered and healed in the mightiest of ways. That this steady progress gives us witness and testimony to the power of healing and the miracle God. Father God, we pray for continued miracles of incredible and profound healing with Melody, that she will be restored truly to her full capacities and facilities and faculties, that everything about her is brought back, that she is separated from the need of a ventilator, that she's able to breathe on her own, that she is able to have her oxygen levels at normal, and that she's able to be restored fully in the power and the glory of heaven. And may this be a, a rebuke to anything demonic. Any attempt to have made to steal this girl away is going to return upon the demons ten, a hundred, a thousandfold. That this young girl, this testimony of her as she grows now to become strong and mighty will be a testimony to the power of the living God, the power of miracles in our world, that she will join this army of many out here to speak of the miracles of God, the glory of God, the glory of heaven. And may this moment never be forgotten within her. May it just be the foundation for who she becomes, a mighty soldier in Christ's army. In Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request update. Restraining order is, hang on just a sec. I need to get a quick drink of water. Stand by. Oh, look at that. We got some good numbers for Saturday. Glad everybody's hanging out here. Amazing. This is really good. ZSG3333, you are welcome. I see your comment. And we just, this is a fantastic army. You know that, right? Like, this is like the army. Like, where's the army? It's like, head on over. Head on over to Bards FM on Saturday morning. You want to see the army that's fighting devil? There you go. It's like, like all these shiny armors out here and swords glazing and flames throwing and dragons running. It's pretty cool. <laughs> bring it. Bring it, patriots. Bring it. Okay, here we go. Yeah, and let's not forget the Jesus and coffee part. Because I'll tell you what, I couldn't do this without some coffee. Whew. Got to have it. And then if you're doing, if you're doing carnivore diets, you got to have butter in your coffee. That's like, they call that a, a, a bullet coffee. That's it. Oh, I'll tell you, nothing wrong with some bullet coffee, a quad shot and some bullet coffee. Whoo, that'll bring some Holy Spirit in anybody. You don't think so. Try it in the morning. Try it at 6 o'clock on Saturday morning and watch what happens. If you are sleepy, you won't be for long. Holy Spirit will lightning shock you. It's great. All right, Patriots, let's get back to it. That was intermission time. Armor up. Let's go. If you need to grab a steak, grab it now. Let's go. Notice I say steak and I don't say sweets. But Mary Beth, we still love you. If you're a bakery and all the things you do, it's so awesome. 
but we gotta we're gonna be like meat eaters we're going here chomping on the burgers ripping the flesh from the steak chomping on the fat chewing on the bones we're going Arr. okay here we go all right restraining order is in process and he's crossed state lines and other issues are complicating things and she doesn't feel safe it sounds like something seriously demonic and he's displaying deep paranoia but acknowledging he needs help sounds split like split personality she found out that he's been lying out about going to the VA, but instead he's been sewing, seeing known shady characters for drugs. Uh, okay, it's a darkness. This has been for about six months, a couple of months after this, this fellow veteran friend committed suicide around Christmas. Okay, that's where we're going to pray into that in a minute, because suicide, when you are a veteran, this, it's, I'm just going to describe this because I lost a friend. I didn't even understand it until someone, a good club friend of mine took his life. You build a bond in combat, in combat and in, in deployment experiences that's beyond, it's, it's as strong or stronger than blood. And it's because of the way that we're pushed to the limits and those that we rely on. And these, these bonds are deep and spiritual. When someone that you know in those experiences, and I'm not diminishing suicide at all, but I just can speak firsthand from this, the intensity of the loss when someone commits suicide it is like you get a rope put around your ankle as they fall to hell and they're dragging you with them. And it's such a difficult moment. And this lasted for like 60 days. I had dreams of even being pulled in. It was horrible. And this is a close friend of mine. And it is such a fight that we put up with it. If you are not armored up and if you're already suffering through issues of your own, it can suck you down right to the bowels of hell so fast. So we're going to pray into that in a minute. Adderall was mentioned as the drug he's been taking, not, for, not sure if any others. So a lot of things about his behavior of over the past few months are starting to make sense. She has a friend who's going to help her retrieve personal belongings from her house, then will stay in a hotel as she doesn't feel safe. He is 100% a broken man and needs long-term help, retreatment to be the father the man, father, and husband he used to be. I told her that it may be that he needs a break completely before he healing can begin. He needs to let the great potter rebuild him from scratch. She's devastated and feels like he's destroyed their marriage. Lord, please surround my boss, her husband, his daughter, and all those who are trying to help, regardless of whose side they're taking, with a mighty hedge of protection. Satan and his pathetic minions need to be squashed and this family, especially my boss, need to understand that he isn't an overnight fix and that attacks will keep coming. Lord, they need to see you and feel you. Please do not let your son make any more decisions, especially the ultimate worst one anyone can make. Let him know you want him to live, to live a healthy life and to see his daughter grow up and his wife love them both as a beautiful family. All this according to your will, in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Urgent prayer request for my boss and her husband, who you all prayed for weeks ago. I just got the call that she won't be in the office as she's going to file a restraining order. She can't go into details, so I don't know what triggered this need. Father, please surround his daughter and son with a hedge of protection, and they're clearly under a demonic attack, especially your son, a veteran with PTSD. 
Please guide your daughter's steps and let those she is going to see for the order have been put, have open hearts to her concerns and godly compassion. Lord, let those who love his family surround them with the love and the support they need now and always. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Meg. Okay, one other comment, and it's just, I've made this before. Don't put God in a box. So I honor this prayer completely, and we're going to pray into it, but I'm going to make a comment because I'm rebuking these words. Um, that we need to understand that this man, it says it needs, this man needs long-term help and treatment, and that also that this will take time, and that none of this is fixed quickly. I rebuke those words. However, Father chooses to work those, and I honor this prayer, but I rebuke those words. Words have the power of life and death, and we will not bring into this prayer the idea of time. That's Father's issue of time, and we all have to be careful of this because our physical expectations are wrong in this world. We have a Father of miracles. We've seen miracles happen instantaneously. That is Father's will, and it's not ours to dictate. So as we begin this prayer, I rebuke any sense of time restraints or limitations on the power of the miracles of healing. Father, we are praying right now for a mother and her daughter and a father, a father who has done a service to this nation. Whatever the motives behind that service, they were a selfless act in the end to be able to put his life on the line for something other than himself. As a consequence, unfortunately, there's a burden of post-traumatic stress that is now waging war within him, compounded by a horrific loss of a suicide of a friend, all of the Satan's hand, and continually trying to wage war on the hearts and the souls of the many. Father, we establish a hedge of protection around this, Father. And the chains of the darkness are now broken. Those chains that are now trying to pull him down as one is sucked into that horrible event of taking his own life where the swirling of demons have overcome and to pull him down into a choice to make of choosing his life was unworthy. We break those chains. We rebuke any of the demonic influence around him. We establish a hedge of protection around this father and we fill that gap and that void where the demons were with the power of the Holy Spirit to fill him, to heal him and to begin flowing through him. Any of the chains, the new chains that the devil's trying to throw and cast around him, we see like these chains coming out of the darkness that are trying to wrap around his ankle, wrap around his hand, wrap around his neck, pulling him down. We break those chains. The sword of the Spirit is just wielded with the power and glory of heaven. Those chains are shattered and broken, and light flows through and overcomes the darkness. Those addictions to Adderall, gone. Those speaking the words to lure him in, to call him in the whispers, you're rebuked. Any words that you speak fall on deaf ears. And anything that you speak now to try to lure this man in, it turns upon you sevenfold until you submit to the glory of Jesus. Any demons lurking out there and among there. And those that are his friends that are calling him in for the whispers of Adderall or other drugs, we just ask for the, Jesus you to just present yourself before them to let them witness the power of our King, to let them see the glory of love and the might of our King, and let them be humbled. It's a choice that they all must make. This is a community that's pulling each other down, and we rebuke all of it, the demonic influence here. And Jesus, we ask for you to step into this community, 
to present your face to each and every one, to let them witness the power of the Holy Spirit, to let them witness the power and glory of what it is that they serve truly and the fakeness of what they're choosing to serve. Let them make the choice before your very feet of whom they shall serve. For the mother and the daughter, we surround them with a powerful hedge of protection, hedge of protection of healing and fearlessness. Father, we establish war angels around them. Whatever demonic attack is coming at them using the Father as the tool, we rebuke that, we sever that, we repel that. And more than that, we do a reach out as the angels push forward now to surround him and to surround this family. And we just, we just pray and declare massive love and healing to rain down. That the illusions that are in the head are now broken. That the voices that are now speaking are cast out. That the eyes to see clearly the gift that was given, created in part by the father and the mother, the joy that they share and the creation that they share in the daughter. They are now eyes to see with the clarity of heaven. And Father, we pray for massive healing of the hearts. For the community around them is taking sides. We rebuke the sides and we pray and, and, de and declare that people's hearts will come to the place of seeking to be, present healing to each of them, to pray for forgiveness for each one and for those that have carried on this, this fight of one or the other. Jesus, may your presence be known and may the, the power of your presence humble ourselves and humble them before you to understand that this is about us coming together as a body, not dividing over words. And any words spoken that have created curses, declared or, un, or unintentional, they are broken. That only the power and the words of, that come through the Holy Spirit will take force here. That this is a powerful, powerful space of hedge of protection we've established. And nothing can enter except the Holy Spirit and Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, everyone. I have been listening to Bards for so long, loved the show, and glad I figured out how to connect. I feel called to ask for prayer. The last seven months of my life have been the hardest months of my life. Once I stopped breastfeeding my daughter in January, insomnia kicked in. I've had so many health issues since then. Thyroid issues, blood sugar issues, headaches, panic attacks, anxiety, and barely any sleep. My body was so dis dysregulated and I have two babies under two, so I'm extremely sick and completely exhausted. I, a lot of my issues have gotten better, but I have hyperthyroid at the moment. I still have issues with my sleeping and losing weight. If you could pray for me and there would be a total healing over my body, especially my sleep, that would be amazing. My husband and I would love to have another child, but really need to heal and be able to sleep and be healthy again. God has done many positive things throughout my pain, which I, I'm so grateful for. I just want life back and not having our health, your health when you are trying to take care of your kids, be a wife and homemaker for has been very difficult. If you could pray for my thyroid hormone to normalize and for my sleep to return, I would deeply appreciate it. Thank you and God bless. Victoria Helming. Father, this is a mother who has committed herself in a walk of Jesus and a place of a wife and a nurturer. Father, in a time that we've had so much ravaging happening to our families, these stories are blessed in themselves. So, Father, we pray for mighty and restorative, miraculous healing over Victoria Helming. May her thyroid normalize. 
and may her sleep return. May the full health and restoration of her body be, be given, and may this be immediate, not delayed. Father, we place a hedge of protection around this family with the blood of Christ, and we rebuke and repel any demonic influences that are there. They're after the children, and we say no. We place up our hands, and we repel, and we say, hell no, you aren't coming to this. Stay back, Satan. Father, we rebuke any of that influence, and we strengthen the mother, and we strengthen the family, and we pray, pray massive blessings from heaven into earth to fill this family, to surround them, war angels taking post around them. And we, we call for the declarative the declaration of healing and restoration, to rescue, to heal, to restore, and to raise up this family and this mother in a mighty way. Father, may you bless them in such an incredible way that her health restores and that Victoria's health is completely transformed. Any of the whispers and things going on, any of the story that I am sick is now broken away. Victoria, focus on the word, Jesus. Focus on the path of healing. Understand that what is before you truly is powerful and that you're given a gift. You're a fighter. Embrace that. Jesus is with you. Step into that place. Step in and say, sickness no more. Jesus, and speak Jesus into the world. And Father, we pray for massive and restorative healing and protection around the children as well. No demons can put their hands upon those children. This family is protected and now off limits for anything in the demonic world. And as a family, the word to speak Jesus, to embrace Jesus, to submit yourself to, the, to a repented moment, to just praise the Lord and just ask for any forgiveness of things done intentionally or unintentionally. Let those, let those moments of sin be revealed. But don't waller there. Don't stay there. Stand. Be mighty in the kingdom. Embrace the power of the living God. Understand that you're the children of the Most High, that you're bringing mighty children into this world. And because of that, the devil wants to come after you. Rebuke the devil and rebuke the demonic. We, this hedge of protection is established and forever around this family. And forever, if those demons come near you, they are forever bound and gagged and, and declared to speak the words. The only words they can speak is Jesus is Lord. And Jesus, we hand over to you any demonic activity or demons that come to this family for you to judge and do as, do as you wish. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer update. Hi, Bards fam. Alan here from Ireland. My boss's wife, Lauren, who was diagnosed with cervical cancer two months ago, has had her treatment, and she's getting stronger and stronger by the day. Thank you all so much for prayers for her healing and strength, Alan Moran. Praise Jesus. Father God, we just want to thank you again for the continued blessings of healing and restoration. We're just thankful for, for Alan's wife and her healing, and we just pray for her continued miraculous healing and strength, that this is a case again where, the, where there are moments where the medical science can actually help, and we're reminded of that. But it's always centered point to eyes on you first. So, Father, we just pray for a continued hedge of protection around Alan and his wife and their family. We pray for a continued flow of blessings of the miracle God, blessings of miraculous healing and restoration, and to raise up this family in a strong and mighty way to where their own healing becomes yet again powerful testimony into the glories of heaven. In Christ Jesus' name. A friend's house had a tree drop on it during the recent bad storm. They are sleeping in a hotel but, but can get into the house to cook and such. They need prayers for contractors to be available to do the work. He's having a heck of a time 
trying to line up a roofer. Meanwhile, every time it rains, there's more water damage. At some point, the money from the insurance runs out for the hotel, so the needs to happen soon. Prayers, please. Keith Klukstall. Father, we just pray for a, just a, a blessing upon this family. This is a moment of trial and a moment where things aren't going right. And, and this is just a word, just something I keep being shown, a tarp over the roof to get that up there quickly and ensure that everything is protected. There is a, there is a part here, too, of, of a community coming together, of doing some of this labor on your own. And, and I, this is just what I'm showing here. So, Father, we're just praying for the clarity of whatever that is and a clarity truly for the, this neighbor and friend of Keith's to, to see the path forward. I don't know. We don't know their situation. We understand the hotel is difficult, but to see a community coming together, to working together to solve a problem where a contractor can't to take the step out to do some of the labor by your hand and to trust in the Holy Spirit to do so, to, to take a step forward to, to protect, to rescue, to heal, and restore the property that, that God has given you and to lean heavily into God. Declare this land in terms of kingdom. It's so important here. Keith, your, your friend needs to declare their property for kingdom. It's not their land. It's not their house. It's God's land. And as we turn that over to God, we need to follow the path in which he leads us in whatever that leads us to. So may those words be, be protecting and soothing. May this house be protected. May this family be protected. And may they hear clearly the words of the Holy Spirit and your words, Father, to guide them. Bless them and lead them in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Dear Scott and Bart's family, I came for prayers for an, our elementary school principal. He recently passed, leaving his wife and kids without family a leader. Some of us from PTO are meeting up at the school to pray over this family and for the school family. The principal was a great leader and a giant of a man. A seven foot tall, he towered over the grade school kids. Oh, he was part of that giant class of old. Our prayer is at noon Monday on the 14th of August. I would like to ask for prayers over a program I started over our school for, a couple, for the last couple of years. The program is called Horseman Heroes. It consists of dads and grandfathers to, uh, that watch morning drop-off to ensure the children's safety. Last year, I had issues getting other dads to be involved. I pray for other faces, for fathers to see the importance of the children. I prayed a bloodline around the school last year and intend to do the same at the beginning of the school year starting Tuesday, Andrew C., well, Father, we just ask for continued healing prayers for this family that, that lost their, their husband and the father and a school that's lost a leader. And these are always difficult. Good men, Father, are, are men of, of God that lead us in great ways and many times lead that void. But we also pray for, a, for a, an awakening of new leadership in this hour, an awakening that will let the community see within itself the aspiring leadership that is there that and that the seeds that were established by the principal continue to flow. And as part of that, Father, we pray a blessing over this program that is called Horsemen Heroes. May this be a moment truly that the 
the legacy of this principle will be remembered in the raising up of men, of fathers, of grandfathers to come together to truly give a blessing to the school. Not just see this as a program, but to see this as a legacy building to build the roots that are needed to raise up great men and, and women in the future. That this is a, a nurturing, a place where the blessing comes that this school in this moment of loss claims its power and kingdom that comes together in prayer, that comes together in, in the humbleness before the throne, and to realize that as a community, as we build community, that this school comes up and gives an exemplar point in the children's life that they can remember what community looks like. You gave me that blessing, Father, in my own elementary and, and school. It was something that was unbelievable, a principal and a community of parents and teachers that truly worked together for the betterment of, of all. And though it had its imperfect moments, it was so amazing to watch teachers and parents and principal work together for the true goal of raising up good students, good people, good citizens in the world. Father, we just ask for that blessing to flow upon this school. And may that blessing settle in on the hearts of every child. And may that unresponsibility and opportunity to build legacy fill the name of Horseman's Heroes and all that read it and are called to it. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for Robert's family. Their four-year-old son, JJ, had a tragic drowning accident that left him in a comatose state. He was at UC Davis for something, but was discharged home, praise God. The family has taken him to New Orleans for hyperbaric treatment by a doctor who specializes in those types of brain injuries. Side note, big praise, a family who, who didn't know them personally, but uh, through a mutual friend gave them the keys to their brand new motor homes so, they would, so the whole family would travel together on the long drive to California. They have a nine-year-old daughter and a younger son who have has severe developmental uh, delays that have been working with already. So they are a beautiful family and have clung to the hope and have a lot of prayer warriors to support. But I know Bard's family is awesome and they can, can use big miracle for this little man. I believe after the treatment, they are seeing some good signs. So please add all the prayers, please. That's J.J. Strong or Sisu. Oh, it's from Sisu. All right, Father, when we hear the, the, the suffering of the little ones, it hurts and it humbles us. And especially in the wake of so much destruction in this world, this is a little one that sits before us and we are all just carrying him to the foot of the throne. Father, we're praying for a miracle healing of J.J. and just a transformative power that echoes through this entire family. We want to see this family restored to the fullness and greatness that it is and was intended to be. And that the love of the parents just be that echoing, resounding. And we just add our prayers to the love of the parents to just move through these children. And for JJ in particular, that he would just be restored and made stronger. And that this moment in time becomes one of those trials in life that truly makes us stronger, not just in our love in Jesus, but truly for this young man as he is healed, he is left with the true and permanent imprint of the power and glory of the healing miracles of heaven. May this be a moment in this family. 
that is so transformative that they become the spokes, another spokesman group, a spokes group for the powers of the living God. Their nine-year-old daughter and younger son also be blessed. And their younger son who has developmental delays, may he be healed. May the power of the Holy Spirit just fill him. And may this not be the healing of just one, but the healing of, of all. We're rescuing them, Father, healing them and restoring them. And Jesus, we just ask that your presence there to place your hands on all of them, to show your face, to reveal the power of our King, and to assure them that this mightiness of a prayer around the world is coming to them to heal, to restore, and to set this family upright. And let this moment be one of profound importance, a, a moment of awakening, the eyes of kingdom be given, the ears of kingdom be heard, and in so doing, to become spokesmen and powerful voices in the power of the living God, in Christ Jesus' name. Prayer update and request. Scott, you said a few weeks ago that you were hoping to hear back about four out of eight kids in my family that are autistic. Unfortunately, I have not heard anything yet about my sister and brother kids and how they are, are doing, but I, I know I will. Faith is the key and that I have plenty of, and I have plenty of that. My daughter, Charisma, on the other hand, who was having problems with her pregnancy and her doctor wanting to jab her baby in the womb is going is doing great. Her baby is now the size she she should be with a week to go to due date. Charisma's clarity of mind and happiness is the best I've ever seen. Praise Jesus. We she still has a lot to overcome, but I know Lord Jesus is watching over them both and other kids as well. Oh, and the doctor has been on vacation for a few weeks. So <laughs> so that's good. I swear, our our father has such a sense of humor sometimes. He's like, hey, buddy, why don't you take a vacation and get the heck out of Dodge so I can do my work. See ya. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your time. I got other things planned for you down the road. Yeah, we have such a great father. Thank you to everyone who prayed for my family, and it's much appreciated. And I, I know I will have an update soon on the other kids. Also, I have a prayer request for the father of my soon-to-come granddaughter, Dylan has gotten many prayers to Father from me, but I need help. I'm trying not to infringe on his free will with my prayers, but admit I struggle. This young man could use some help with clarity of mind, some ambition and good work ethics. He has a baby due in a week, and he doesn't even have a driver's license. Some things I can help him with by being a good role model, but it is hard when everything is blamed on mental health for, by him. He is a kind, smart, Jesus-loving person, but he does need a nudge. Thanks, Scott and Bart's family, for all your prayers. Keith from Wisconsin. Well, Keith from Wisconsin, thank you for giving us this opportunity and the story of uh, just a humble story of the miracles of the living God. Father, we want to begin this prayer today with, with Keith's son-in-law and, and just this place that is, is unfortunate that happens in our faith, that we, we love Jesus, but somehow we're given this idea of, the idea of excuses permeate us, mental health, difficult things, as if because we're forgiven, everything is okay. Father, we're going to really ask for a reprimand of this young man, a presence, Jesus, that you can make yourself known to shake him, to awaken him of what he is and what he's committed to. 
Let this be a shaking moment and the power of the Holy Spirit just flow in and literally shock him to awakeness. And let this be a moment like a firm hand of a father, a firm hand of the father to remind him of the responsibility that he has with a newborn coming into this world. One not to sit by, but to now stand up and own, to be a proud and mighty father. We need strong fathers and his responsibility coming into the world. However you do this, Jesus, be it your presence, be it just the, the flowing and overwhelming responsibility that touches his heart. We need a firm hand of love here a firm hand that will stand him up and awaken him and to hear the words of his father-in-law, the words of Keith, to open his eyes and now to realize that he's surrounded by good examples, strong examples in the Lord. But that means that we step in. We don't sit off to the side and give excuses into this world. And if he is burdened with anything, let the moment of healing overwhelm him, shock him, awaken him to the fact that he is intended to be a father. And so he has a responsibility to step in and to awaken and to stand boldly in this hour, to learn to wield the sword of the Spirit, to learn to wield the place of defender and protector of the family and caregiver and bringer of wealth to the family. Let that overwhelm him and flow him. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. And for the children, the autistic children of the family, we pray for the continued healings and overwhelming healings that will come upon them. And then may they be restored to the beauty and glory of, the, of heaven. And for the daughter Charisma, thank you, Jesus, for these continued good news. And thank you for sending that doctor on vacation. May, may Charisma and her new baby continue to be protected and strengthened in the Holy Spirit. And may this new child coming into the world truly be blessed and touched by the hands of Jesus. And may the, the mother and the, and the child be enveloped in the Holy Spirit of love and may these two come together truly and be united truly in the power of the love of Jesus to bring their story into the world of the challenges and the miracles of birth to be yet another testimony to the powers of the living God. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Patriots, I have a friend that I need to pray for. Um, he's a special forces friend, and his wife, uh, his father, is overseas in Europe. And... Um, Lately, they've just been under tremendous attack. Uh, he, is, he is an amazing father, um, and he's overcome a lot of challenges. They've had a lot of challenges in their life, even with the, the destruction of vaccines in the past, not current. Uh, he's a fighter for truth. He stood up to the Department of Defense, and he's, he's, he's pushed back. He did not take the vax at nearly the risk of his entire career. And lately... Uh, they've just been under tremendous attack. Um, the The father has suffered from alcoholism, and we prayed a number of weeks back for this, and it seemed to stay back that demon, but the demon's back. And unfortunately, they're not there with, with, with his wife's father, and he's recently fallen and hurt himself significantly in a, in a fall because he was drinking, and that demon is swirling around him. And so we're going to, we need to pray into that because there's really something that seems there, there's probably some loneliness and being separated from the family. And equally there's, there's a, alcohol is one of these things that drives us into a reckless and futile state. It's, it is a, one of the worst gateways for demonic. That's one of the reasons I've mentioned earlier that they call it, they refer to it as spirits because it opens up portals to allow that in, especially when we get down. His family's also had a lot of attacks lately. Attacks of, from 
things that are happening in their lives. A refrigerator that recently just was leaking, they didn't know it. It, it caused a mold outbreak that's now caused a react, an allergic reaction in their children. A new home that they've just completed that had a backed up septic tank. I mean, it's many of these little things that are just like gremlins attacking all at once, all at once from the... So, Father, we just pray for a massive protection around Corey's family. And just, we just pray, first of all, a, a, a hedge of protection around the father, uh, Corey's father-in-law. And we just pray that this is, is such a powerful hedge of protection around him, that truly this hedge of protection will just settle into him. And, and any of the demonic that's tying itself through that bottle, it's broken. So those chains are severed. We rebuke any of the demonic that's coming near him. And there's, there seems to be, and I, I speak only with the word given, that there's, there's a sense of a loneliness that sits within that father's heart. Father, Jesus, we just ask that you can intercede here and just heal that with, with the blood of Christ. The sealing and the healing here is so important. The healing of the wound and the sealing of the armor. There's this, this demon of, of alcohol is horrible because it knocks on the door and it lurks and it's easy to get and it shows you and it, it whispers. We break and rebuke any of those whispers. We sever those, those influences of the demonic. And we, any of that attempt by the demonic no longer can be heard. We, we, in fact, was, this hedge of protection around the Father is extreme and powerful. We, we, we establish that with the blood of Christ. And any attempt of the demonic to reach into this Father is immediately rebuked. We're going to ask for just the presence of war angels to surround this father and to help him through a difficult time. And Father, whatever resources that are needed, whether it's a church or whether it's a community or whether it's, it's a, a recovery program, but that those doors are suddenly opened and not just open, but they're drawn, they're, they just present themselves with the love and the alluring love that only heaven can bring. So that it's just, it's almost irresistible. And Jesus, we just ask for your presence before this father just to touch him and to heal him and to truly just relinquish any control, break and sever any control that alcohol is, has, and to let him see your face in a profound way that's so overwhelming that anything that was, that was binding in the past, those chains are now broken forever. And that there's a submission to the joy and the glory of heaven and kingdom. And to hear also just the love of the family, even though it's from afar that it's there, the concern and the compassion from his daughter and the concern and compassion from him, from his family that loves him and wants him to be healed. Let that resonate deep within him to humble him and to heal him. And Father, for Corey's family, for his children, for their households, we just pray a massive hedge of protection around them. Any sorts of demonic that are out there, you're rebuked and the chains are broken. We know that this, these attacks happen, especially when people are doing the right thing in kingdom. The demons are positioned to attack. And may this war be, be rebuked. And as a, a mighty warrior that wears a green beret, let them know that he has a mighty army around him of prayer warriors that stand with him and rebuke any attacks. That this hedge of protection is now established, not only with the power of prayer, but with the power of mighty war angels that take guard around his property and around his family. We pray for a powerful flow of heavenly spirit into this family's lives and throughout the household that the, the healing just echoes from wall to wall. And through this, there's an overwhelming restoration of love and power and the miracles of healing settle in on this family to overwhelm them and to continue to confirm to them the joy and glory of heaven 
And knowing Corey, just that this becomes yet another proclamation and another foundation to speak the mightiness of God into the world. And as he leads others in his wake, as he leads others by the example and the love of Christ, let this yet be, and he himself being a healer, a medic, let these miracles of God be stories that he can tell that are greater than him, but always through him. And as we know that all things possible through Jesus. Let these stories and witnesses of healing in his own life become the powerful stories which he can share and lead others that he trains and leads to an understanding that the medicine that we give originates first and foremost in our loving Christ. Bless them and guide them, fulfill them in all that they need, Lord, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Patriots, we also have a prayer for Tom Renz and his wife. Tom Renz, is, is the, Tom Renz is the attorney, if you don't know, who's been fighting for Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. He's been taking on Department of Defense. He's been taking on all sorts of craziness out here. And he is, his wife has, has now been diagnosed with cancer. And he's going to be on the show, actually, on Monday night. So, Father, we just pray for a, a, the power of the, of the living God to just settle in on Tom and his wife and to surround that family with the power of love and healing. Tom is, is just becoming a stalwart warrior in this fight, putting all glory to you. And Father, we know that the enemy seeks entry into where anywhere it can. It tries to find its way in, to slip in and to take control and to, to disrupt and to, to destroy. So Father, we, we rebuke any of that. And we, we pray into the power of the miracle God for instantaneous healing of Tom's wife. In the, in the, in the name of the Holy Spirit, we, just, we declare this, and we are so pleased to also hear that she's approaching this through loving and Christ-driven healing. Dr. Eric Naputi, in fact, is overseeing much of her treatment, so she's not going through the, the pharmacia model, but she's being led by a man who carries Jesus in his heart. So, Father, we just ask that whatever Eric's doing is amplified a thousandfold in the healing of her family and of her body, and that this powerful healing and restoration just completely fills this family. And as Tom seeks to fight this fight, that the resources that he needs as he tries to take time away from his fight to spend time with his, his wife, may that be completely fulfilled and honored in such a glorious way that the worries and stresses of the business can be minimized, that the resources needed will be provided, and that the time of loving and nurturing be fulfilled, that the, that the most powerful moment here, that for Tom and all that he gives to this world, let he, be, let he also be assured by the, the gifts and glories of heaven that the time he spends with his family are seeds being sown that will amplify a thousandfold into the world. We pray for the miraculous and instant healing and the rebuking of any cancer within the body, the closing of doors of demons that have entered in, the sealing of, with the blood of a hedge of protection around this family, and the fulfilling of all things in the Holy Spirit through them and, out, and, and outwardly into the world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And patriots, we have one more prayer on, on my, my personal list. We have a lot more prayers, actually, but my personal list here that I have added in, another prayer. This is for Hannah Giles of Project Veritas. And just as she steps in as a mother, as a, a homeschooling mother, as a wife, as a fighter, and she steps into a role now that's very laden with difficulties. There's judgment being thrown each which way in that. There's accusations. There's siding and division. 
coming because of the separation with James O'Keefe. There's a lack of clarity, people questioning whether James O'Keefe was mishandled, whether Hannah's the right person. We rebuke all of that. This is a mother, a Christian, a, a wife, a, a CEO, raised in a Christian family, and we just pray for the blessings to settle upon this as a, a, an answer to prayers. Whatever James O'Keefe was, is, is part of, it, it, we just ask that that just be dealt with separately. We just ask for a complete blessing over her new stepping into Project Veritas, which in this information war is such a critical asset for the truth to be given. A group of people that works and is working more diligently to expose truth. For those voices out here that want to, to divide, to question, we just rebuke any of their influence. We ask for the humbling of hearts now to step aside. There's two organizations, one with James and one with Hannah, let them each be honored for what they are. But let us honor the fact, Lord, that you have provided us a CEO of a company, of a very important voice, who is a Christian, a lover of Jesus, a mother, a wife, homeschooling her kids, and a fighter. Something that's so rare. And we just want to honor and bless that and bless her for all she needs. We know this is a time of transition, of difficult trials. We know that you put us through difficult challenges and trials to make us stronger. So let us all be made stronger. Let us all be humbled. Let us all stop. And if we want to take a step back and realize that this division of power has now created two armies, different, yes, but not, not side with one or the other, but realize that truly there's a, there's a moment here where you have now taken one and divided it into two and created two forces to go after evil. And so whatever has befallen James O'Keefe, may he also be blessed. May you bless him and provide him with the filling of the Holy Spirit. May he be humbled before Jesus and may his ways, which don't fit many, and it, may he be humbled before Jesus. Jesus, may you just present your love to him to let him settle into his new role as who he is. Take that reins and responsibility on his own and let there not be any more rift or blood between these two organizations, but rather let us raise up two, not one. Let us not side with one or the other and be petty fools in the hands of the devil, but rather be mighty children of the Most High to work together, to raise up two in the kingdom, to create two powerful engines of war, to break down these walls of the enemy, expose the truth, and to awake the many. May the blessings fall upon each of them. May the Holy Spirit fill each of them. And may each of their organizations prosper in the glory of God in heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers, please, for my son, Derek, who is battling a recurring brain tumor. Prayers, please, that his MRI, that the MRI scheduled on Thursday following his tumor resection and radiation chemotherapy pl treatment plan shows no signs of tumor tumor activity. Susan Tyne. Oh, Father, this, this there's nothing harder than to deal with the, the issues like this with a son. And so, Father, we're praying a blessing of healing and protection over this family. Pray, just pray massive healing and restoration in Derek, that this tumor, whatever it is, is gone and erased. We pray just a, a, a power of the Holy Spirit to flow through Derek, to expunge any of the corruption in his body, to restore him truly to the power of kingdom, and truly, Father, to raise up Derek as a healed man in this world, a voice for the power of the living God and the echoing of the voice of the power of the miracles of healing through prayer. Bless him and guide them 
protect them. Let the fears that, that are settling in their hearts be cast out and let the eyes fall on Jesus and stay truly on Jesus. Remember the story of Peter. Peter walked on water as he put his eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus and proclaim him in the world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Bards. Hello, Scott. Prayers for my daughter who is in a certain relationship. Give her strength and wisdom. Pumpkin puss. Well, Father, we, you know the details of this situation. We don't. And I, we can only assume that whatever this relationship is, it's not healthy. And so, Father, we're just praying for a, just a, an awakening within the heart of Pumpkin Puss's daughter. May the, may the Jesus, may you just make your presence known. Show your face. And we ask this in the authorities given to us, that you can show your face and to reveal the true sense of who this world is and, and who this world should be serving. Let her witness the power and love of Christ and let her witness the power of the glory of God. And may this be a moment in which there is truly a clear choice of whom she shall serve. And obviously our selfish prayers, our wanting prayers, are that she will choose the right path, the path to turn to you, Jesus, and to be guided home, which truly in our hearts we know will be the answer if she truly sees the power of the living God. Bless her and guide her in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, Bard's family. Scott, I requested prayer healing in June. You said that this is an albatross. I believe I accepted Jesus fully in my heart. I have had times since I accepted Jesus when I would have anxiety attack when I felt love. Recently, I've, I've felt times full of peace and joy and then heavy oppressive days with thoughts to kill myself and, and have a demon and the idea that I have a demon. I rebuke the thought, but I'm sh unsure of whether I need deliverance through an open door, possibly I, a year of following New Age lies 20 years ago and a dark path in my 20s. My Christian mom accused me uh, at 12 years old that I would take drugs and be promiscuous. I, have, I had no value, appreciation of life, I've repented with tears and sorrow of my choices I made. I was severely abused starting at 33 until 13 by my stepdad, although he faked love before the marriage. That could be why I felt panic when I feel love because of betrayal. I was never loved by my father either. My mom was full of hate for my stepdad, and there was a lot of violence, mainly psychological abuse. I thought I had a, to protect my mom he was a sociopath, definitely. I was detached and have struggled all my life with detachment. There could be strongholds from my childhood. I was also molested at six, but never told my mom and knew she was going to molest, knew he was going to molest me, so I suspect I could have been, it could have been early, earlier than six. My mom had me go to my dad's at, at 13, and my stepdad smiled, said F you, and gave me the finger and said I win. He was high school track teacher, now an, an Olympic coach, science teacher. I believe he knew full well what he did to me. His track star, who, who my dad looked up as, at, asked how I was doing and that the whole track all saw the way he treated me. My mom said she, was never, she never saw anything. My mother divorced, but didn't 
know how to handle the chronic depression and would throw me out if my hair was not done and or a skirt wrinkled. She threatened to drive my baby and I into oncoming traffic. And year after year of condemnation, hateful messages until I, I block her. She threatened to call CPS. Then she demands a relationship with no apology and round and round. She had extreme fears of people, so, so quit her teaching job and was homeless for 13 years, only recently getting low-income housing. I tried to move her with us until she would demand control and become hateful. She is estranged from all of her siblings, my brother and I. I love her, but I had two nervous breakdowns from the stress. My mom has been increasingly spending her time helping disturbed people, a felon, convicted, a convicted rapist who has been in prison his, all his life, threatens to kill, torture, rape her, and, and, and a cat hoarder who is destroying a couple's home because she won't clean the litter boxes. I think she has gotten away from the felon, but not positive. However, she says, my home is too disorganized to enter. Prayers for my mother's salvation and for healing myself worth having her as my mother. I am asking for the Lord to heal me. By the agreement and the beautiful prayers of saints, I've become so exhausted that I'm virtually housebound. With two daughters and a husband gone, I've been crashing daily. I haven't been able to break a candida infection for at least 20 years. I suspect many, maybe since childhood, there may be a root cause. I was on antidepressants for 10 years. 20 years ago, I went to the doctor who treats mental illness and did blood tests and said I had genetic issues, heavy metal toxicity, copper toxicity, low histamine, and pyroluria, which is chronic low zinc and B6. Hair analysis was confirmed much of this. I also pray for healing in my neck. Neck compressed, vertebrae jammed, chiropractor said can affect the brain and cause many symptoms of severe tinnitus. Prayer for healing, physical, mental, and deliverance from every demonic stronghold. Jesus, I believe you are the greatest physician, and I ask for you for mercy, faith to me. Heal my body for these issues, whether I cause. In Jesus' mighty name, Rose 24. <clears throat> Rose, you have to hear these words. All of what you say is the stories now that hold you. All of what you speak are the narratives in which you live. The only question is, do you want to be healed? As Jesus spoke to the man that came to the healing water pools, the story that he gave of the why he wasn't able to get into the pool, Jesus responded, get up, pick up your crate and walk. This is your moment. Get up, pick up your crate and walk. All of what you testified here takes courage. And we are so deeply humbled by this moment in time that you would trust your story in such a profound way for us all to come together now and to heal and pray for healing for you. Father God, we just ask that you'll honor this heart in the most amazing ways. And we come to you before the throne and present this case. We ask with the loving hearts that you've given us, the children of the Most High, the authorities given to us by Jesus himself, we ask for miraculous and instantaneous healing. 
Let Rose be unburdened from her past. Let her hear the words. And Jesus, we ask that you present yourself before her to give her the gift of value of who she is. She is a child of the Most High. Burdened with the walk and the challenges that define us. These aren't albatrosses or burdens anymore. These are the strengths of each stone that we step our foot upon. This is the moment, Rose, to, re, to be Peter. Put your eyes on Jesus and step out of the boat and walk into the authorities which God has given you. These are choices you must make. Father, we ask for a hedge of protection around Rose. And any of those whispers of the demonic, the chains that have been placed, are now broken and severed. Any of the whispers of the demonic are now rebuked. And any demons that come near her confront a wall, a hedge of protection sealed by the blood of Jesus. The war angels are now mounted guard upon this wall. No demon shall enter, no voices shall be heard. And any influences that are attempted will be immediately rebuked. Demons forever bound to speak the words, Jesus is King. Jesus is Lord, and be cast to the feet of Jesus to be dealt with in his will. Rose, within this space, we declare the power of the Holy Spirit to flood down from heaven to earth and that healing be complete both in spirit and physical. That all that was given to you to tease you and to make you believe that you're imperfect, all of those scars from the past, that are reminding you or echoing in your head, trying to tell you that you aren't worthy. Those are all lies. And we rebuke those lies. Rose, speak Jesus into the world. You've asked for healing. Our Lord and Savior hears you. Now, stand up, pick up your crate, and be healed. Walk. This is the only, this is the moment. It's not the only moment, but is the moment. This door is now open. Jesus has opened that door. You just need to step through. Put all your weight in him. Father, we just pray that that overwhelming sense of wisdom and confidence and the love of heaven just fills Rose's heart. Let the blood of Christ wrap around her heart. The wounds that are deep, the wounds that come from blood, may they be healed. And instead of being healed and cast out and broken, rather those wounds turn into the glories of light of heaven to give us strength to give us the stories of overcoming, to give Rose the strength and glory into this world to help others in the same place. And here we find a child of the Most High, in spite of all that was done, in spite of all that was done, still praying and healing for her mother. Father, we ask for the blessings that that be given to heaven that whatever his demonic issues have possessed the mother and the influences there, we ask that those be broken and that this mother be healed and restored, and stood up and brought up, that her eyes be given back to her, the eyes of heaven and the scales of hell be torn down, that the ears of heaven be opened and the corruption of hell be cast out, the voices of the demons be broken and this unworthiness that sits within the mother's heart, the guilt that she carries from being the failures of her motherhood that she sees, let them be healed and let them be healed by the love of Rose herself. Let that love touch her heart and Jesus, may you bring these two together to restore them together as one. May the legacies of the generational curses be broken and cast out. Lucifer, you have no domain here anymore. These two are now completely healed and restored and protected by the mightiness of the kingdom. 
and for that stepfather that has affected his stepdaughter, this who takes certain pride in his manipulation and destruction of another for the evil that he has done. Jesus, we're asking for your presence to be placed before him, that your face be revealed, and that he must confront the person that he is. And that in that moment and in that instantaneous moment, to be committed to having to make a choice of whom he will serve. Let his past be shown to him as what it truly is. Let him understand the road, the path that he took, and the path that he could have had, and yet the path that still sits before him. Let this be such a profound moment that it's left with the weeping of the heart, the accountability of the moment, and the seeking of repentance before the foot of our King, Jesus and Lord. Father, this is about a greater healing than this is about a young lady who has been given the burdens of generational curses to try to carry upon her life, who has now turned her heart to you to ask and plead for healing. And we confirm this request. We declare this healing in the blood of Christ and that authority is given to us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I don't normally post here. Bear with me. My prayer request was for my mother and her cancer some months back in live chat. My mother has been going through immunotherapy to try and tackle colon cancer. The doctors believe she is doing well, and a PET scan showed scan scheduled by the end of the month. Upon doctor's review, may upon doctor's review may be ready for the surgery to remove any remaining cancer. Continue on with a few more treatments over the next few months, and Lord willing, cancer free. Thank you for all your support. I love this family, Jeremy Backstone. Well, Father, we're not going to settle for a PET scan that says kind of. We want a complete and declaring a complete and total healing respectfully as we place ourselves before the throne. We want and asking for and declaring miracle healing over Jeremy Bankstone's mother. A total restoration, a rebuking of cancer, a, a, a powerful healing of the Holy Spirit. And like so much, we just ask that the love that is given there through kingdom fills that body and fills everyone around her to where it's, it's known where it came from. And that this becomes yet a powerful voice in the testimony of overcoming that the true healer is through you, Jesus. And may this settle in on the hearts of the many that are involved in this, both the mother and Jeremy and even the doctors as witness. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for my brother-in-law. He passed out on Friday, possible seizure, and he is also having chest pain. The brain CAT scan showed no issues, but he is to see a neurologist and have an EEG. He did have two, two irregular EKGs, irregular heartbeat, and was sent home with a heart monitor for a 48-hour study. He is currently waiting for results. He is also to see a cardiologist for further evaluation. We know God is the great physician and able to heal and restore. My brother-in-law is not vaccinated and is, and is a like-minded brother in Christ. He has a strong relationship with the Lord, our Savior. He openly and boldly preaches the gospel of Jesus and never surrogates the message. Thank you for praying, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Well, Father, 
We declare healing over song scripture in my thoughts, brother, in law. We just pray for a miraculous sense of healing, a restoration of the body. And let this moment, whatever this attack, whether it's demonic or a physical issue as an outcome of the world in which we live, we ask for a full restoration of this body. We declare healing in the, in, with the blood of Christ as we encircle song scripture in my heart's brother-in-law with the power of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Christ. Father, whatever the reasons, this, let this be a moment of confirmation of the scripture, the confirmation of the living God, the confirmation of the miracle God, the confirmation of miracle healings. So, Father, let this moment, this stutter in life, be a great profound shaking to bring song scripture in my thoughts, brother-in-law, to a deeper and more profound anchoring within the Holy Spirit and a greater message into the world to give testimony to healing and the greatness of the Holy Spirit in all of you, Lord. Bless him and guide him in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Bart's family, I'm asking for prayers today for my niece. Her kids are being kept from her, although she has shared parenting. The kid's father has deep pockets and in a country that is completely corrupt and family who works for the county in a county that is completely corrupt and family who works for the county, they continually keep taking her to court and keep her from her kids for no reason. The kids have never, seen, never been harmed or abused in my niece's care. This is so unfair and the kids have been through so much. I'm asking for prayers and if able and can find it in your hearts, she has started to go fund me to help with legal fees. Even with the court order, nobody will help her. Thank you. God bless. Christy A. Father, there's nothing worse than the warfare between parents, especially when we start teaming up sides of blood against another. We're going to begin with a prayer of breaking of chains severing the influence of the, dark, of the darkness and breaking the whispers of the demonic. Whatever motivation is leading people to frenzy around this fight to keep a child away from a mother, Father, we just rebuke that, that a child needs both a father and a mother. May there be a humbling of hearts settle upon this community and a humbling of hearts settling upon this father. Jesus, we just ask that you present yourself to force them to bear witness before you for who they are and what their actions are and let them be humbled. And for the mother, whatever is causing this, let her be touched by you, Jesus. To take away the pain, to take away the guilt, to take away the, the sense of unworthiness and, Father, to provide a sense of peace and balance. We pray for resources that heaven will provide, but the greatest resources we pray for here, here is the bridge of healing and common sense, and goodness of the heart. And Father, if this is a war that must be fought in court for justice, then allow those resources to flow freely and to allow the scales to be balanced and to force a truth into this discussion that is so profound that it will be undeniable. And if court is the process that it must bear, then may the, heaven, the courts of heaven intercede first to establish truly the true justice in this matter. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. May the blessings fall upon the children and to heal them and to protect them. And may this family, even if divided, find the joy and love in both a mother and a father. 
And rather than trying to be one or the other, may those egos, may those blood rifts, may those emotional trips be cast out and broken. And may they all be blessed with the joy of the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. A prayer request for Jazzy, please. She's traveling in her Jeep across the U.S., traveling by instinct, and the best co-pilot ever, Jesus. Last night was pretty rough with it being hot, humid, and was bitten up by what I'm not sure that left large hot welts on her legs. Sounds like Gates mosquitoes. Prayers for safe journey and that my health and Jeep holds up. I'm traveling from the Atlantic Ocean, the end end of my journey is Bard's Fest via Tucson to meet the person who befriended my son and leave some of his ashes where he laid his head. Oh, Father, you sent me on that journey last year, a journey by Jeep across this nation with Jesus, with you as my co-pilot. May you bless Jazzy with all that is needed. May you bless Jazzy with the resources and the blessings and the comfort of heart to know that everywhere Jazzy goes will be as you wish and as you direct. And as the end journey being Bard's Fest, may you bring Jazzy safely to the assembly of the fellowship to be prayed upon, but in the meantime to be blessed and protected by all that we are as a community. To lead Jazzy to where Jazzy needs to be providing safety that she needs, any of the healing that has to be had from the welts on her legs. We rebuke any of the demonic touch and we pray for miraculous healing over her entire body. We pray for just the fullness and wealth of this experience to fill her and to be part of a greater mission and kingdom that though she may not see it, the echoes of it will resound for a lifetime. And may the Delivering of the ashes be a moment of closure and peace. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. We have one more to read. This is our final one. This was asked, I read this earlier this week, but I wanted to repeat it again because of the magnitude of what this is. This is from Marissa in Moosja. And um, a pretty rough week. Hi, Scott. My My little boss man, Tyler, was killed at work yesterday, Wednesday, August 16th, crushed by one box trailer that fell from the crane. So devastating, Scott, I still can't believe it. I've never seen such a thing in my life. Tyler would have celebrated his 27th birthday at the end of this month. He worked at Brandt since the age, young age of 18 and was quickly working his way up the ladder. In fact, he was still trying to find his footing in his new role, however. He was wonderful in every way. So organized, smart, funny, he was the whole package and then some. I'm in shock. I can't believe it. Needless to say, all work stopped yesterday and everyone was sent home. I stayed. I just couldn't leave. It took authorities some hours just to get what they needed and then have the box frame lifted. 
no work for the rest of the week, but I couldn't just sit here at home and do nothing. So I picked up a coworker buddy and we went back into work to see if we could be of any help to management. They set up grief counseling for a couple of us today and again Monday for the rest of the staff. I took advantage of that and I'm so grateful to have been able to speak to someone so grateful. I wish you knew this kid, Scott. He had such a passion for what he did every single day. He loved it. Every single employee went to Tyler, including myself, for everything and anything. Such a handsome, smart, and just an all-around wonderful man with the world at his feet. A girlfriend of 11 years and plans to marry and buy a house. Dear God, my heart aches. For her and his family, it's so unfair. Why, Tyler, why? I'm incredibly sad and pissed off that yet another young person gone too soon. May I please ask for a prayer for his family and friends together for strength throughout the coming days, weeks, and months. Thank you for reading, Scott. God bless and take care. Cheers, Marissa. Father, this is our final prayer today. And we're going to begin where we started. And however this translates into the actions of heaven, as we pray for healing of hearts and the salve of the blood of Christ to heal the wounds that come about by a trauma of this, Father, we declare a raising of the dead. And whether that's a raising of dead in spirit or a raising of dead of both spirit and flesh, Father, we declare this moment over Tyler. You have told us these are within the authorities given to us, and so we proclaim this in the, before the throne, that our hearts weep for these losses, and yet our eyes now turn to heaven, to you, Jesus, and to you, Father, as the great healer, the true physician of the world. Father, may these hearts be healed, and may this be yet a moment again of the miracles of the living God in such a profound and incredible way that it leaves the world shocked and stunned as to the magnitude of what healing can do. And that healing may per perhaps be something that we don't even foresee. But nonetheless, as put on my heart here in this moment and speaking these words into the, into the world, as words have the power of life and death, we declare the raising of the dead. We declare miracle healing. And may all of the echo of what Tyler was now be part of the inspiration of life for each and every one. For the girlfriend who will feel this loss deeply, again, the echoing of this gift of the raising of the dead, may it settle in on her heart as we proclaim this in its many forms to restore the, and to heal that wound, to seal that armor, and to place a deeper eyes and relationship on you, Jesus. Above all, may this community's eyes look towards Christ and remember the moment of Peter to literally stay fixed on Jesus to step out of the boat and walk. We say these things with the glory of heaven, the humbleness of our hearts, and the authorities given to us in Christ Jesus. Amen. Well, patriots, we're going to close with just a prayer for everything we did today. Thank you for being here. 
another amazing Saturday with an amazing attendance, and I'm so deeply humbled. Father, we just thank you now for this, these hours that we've spent here today praying and walking boldly with you and, and the love of Christ. Father, today we've taken great steps and reaches in our authorities. And we know you hear our prayers. And so, Father, whatever we need to do in our own lives to empower those, those requests, to have them heard truly in heaven and, true them, and see them be realized in this world, we just ask that you'll show us. You are the great teacher. You are the great healer. You are a father. And we're walking into places now that really have no map. We're stepping into authorities now that we're reaching and believing truly in the power of faith and the love in Christ and the authorities given to us. And we do believe. But we also know that there may be things that we do intentionally or unintentionally, not knowing that we bump and stumble. And so, Father, we just ask that whatever we need to do to bring these prayers to life, to accelerate these healings, to see the miracles of the living God present before us, to, to witness the raising of the dead, to witness the, the healing of land, to, to be part and parcel of the miracles of, of transformational healing within each and every person in life. Whatever we need to do, whatever our individual responsibility is, Father, show us. Open those doors for us to see. Allow us to step across those thresholds that only you can provide. Let us step into this world, new and reborn, in the mightiness of the Holy Spirit, the mightiness of what you intend for us as the children of the Most High. Let us hear the words that we are worthy, not unworthy. Let us understand the meaning of walk and, and sin no more. Let us put our eyes on Jesus and truly step out of the boat and walk on water and truly live into the authorities that we are given. Let us cast away doubt. Let our hearts fill with the warmth and confidence of knowing that all prayers are answered and that we are heard. Let us now, Father, step into the mightiness, mightiest place one could ever step in that shakes the foundations of evil, that puts demons on their heels, screaming and running. And that's when the children of the Most High pick up the sword of the Spirit and set aside the sword of steel, both in metaphor and physical form. Let us step into this world as the true warriors of kingdom, on this land in flesh and in spirit, Hearts turned to heaven, eyes on Jesus. Let us now walk with the fearlessness and confidence of the love of kingdom and the mightiness of all that that word means. Bless us, Lord. Guide us in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, we have an amazing father. We have an amazing assembly of people, and we come together to do amazing things. We've had incredible testimony today again and again of the power of prayer. Let us never forget. Let us lean in more deeply. Let us reach higher. Let us have the confidence that our prayers are heard. And let us give praise to our Father and to Jesus for all that is provided. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. 
God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tomorrow night for Peace Be Still. And then this is every time, every week, same time, same place, Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. for these incredible prayer assembly. And, of course, all the other great shows during the week that you can't possibly miss because you love me. All right, Patriots, have a blessed weekend. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any... Sorry, Patriots, I forgot one very important prayer, and we got to do it right now. And this is a prayer for Mila down in Chile. Mila has a, has a, a misfunction in her, in her uh, arrhythmia, in her heart, if I get that right. And so... We need to pray for that and pray for miracle healing, especially as she prepares to have a Bard's Fest and set up a new facility down there for um, Operation Vineyard. So, Father God, we just pray for a miracle healing for Mila and just to surround her house truly, truly with the power of the Holy Spirit, to fill her whole home with the joys and love of Jesus and to provide her with that instantaneous and miraculous healing to restore her heart to the glory and perfection as kingdom intended. Father, we also pray for the blessings of fall continue to fall upon Mila as she seeks to establish a Bard's Fest and as well to establish a stronghold for the children for Operation Vineyard. May these blessings all be part of one to, from heaven to earth to fill her, to heal her, and to re help be a stronghold to bring Jesus into that community to cast out the demonic and to raise this community up as a southern stronghold and pivot for the kingdom. Bless her, guide her, and, and bring her all that she needs. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, patriots. Now we'll get back to the closeout. Thank you. God bless. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants, no problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. 
Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 